Alright, reset it. And then I'm gonna reset it. Okay! Welcome to the Wings Awakening long play. Do you want me to just kind of try and go fast, or do you want me to try and get everything? Yeah, I mean, how, however much you want to play. How, however fast. We're... Our plan here today, friends, is that we're going to play through through Link's Awakening. <clears throat> we're going to play as much as we can non-stop. Uh, ideally, the whole game. It's, mm -hmm. it's a comfortable 4.32 in the afternoon, so we got time. Um, I'm not up. really intending to read all the dialogue or anything like right. that. I'm just going to click through it. So Link wakes up in the house. You, you all know how, how Link's Awakening goes. Link gets the shield. Um, are there any crazy speedrun skips that we're going to... I don't avoid? think so. I'm not very good at any of the skips in this game. There, okay. I'll show you... Like, If I do something, I'll talk about it. Right. So so we're, we're doing a mostly... Uh, mostly skipless playthrough. So it'll take much more than the standard speedrun time. Oh, yes. Considerably more. But it won't take an impossibly large period of time. Because, like, even I, who's not very fast at this, would, like, play it on a weekend sometimes. And you're quite a bit better than me. Um, so you gotta push one of the spikies out of the way, using the shield that we get from Taran, and then we can pick up the sword. See, I don't think I'll be able to do, like, the thing that lets you skip treasure chest text. And I don't know any of the thing. I don't know any of the mechanics related to bomb cutscene skips. Oh. Alright, I'll back in a sec. A lot of people think that you can't get the bombs until after you beat the first dungeon, but that is not true. You have to buy the deluxe sh uh, shovel, and then once you've got the shovel, then the bombs appear in the shop, even if you haven't beaten the first dungeon. Boom. Knowledge bomb. Some people already knew that, and they're like, duh. Gotta get a couple rupees. I could just go to the cave and get rupees that way. I wanted to get the powder in town. Damn. I want you to make the call on whether I get the L2 sword or not. Oh, I think getting the L2 sword is, is a good idea. Okay. 
And I got the does secret it, seashell. Does it save some strange amount of time to not get the L2 sword? I wouldn't have to worry about secret she seashells anywhere. Well, I mean, yeah, let's get some shells. Because, um... Because it's fun? It shoots that cool beam, and it's fun. I can't imagine... I'm not going to be playing the fastest ever either, because I'm going to be doing um, uh, the color dungeon to get the red tunic probs. I think that the red tunic might save you more time. Oh, I'm, I don't think that's possibly true, because it's like the dungeon takes several minutes, and it can't save you several minutes of time. Well, I think if you're skipping nothing, it probably ends up saving you a lot of time. Is the thing. Mm. Like in a speed run, it wouldn't multiply out to be enough. But but you think that I do enough fighting because of my uh, yeah. poor planning. Yeah. If you're doing it, if you're doing a slow run, then I think that it multiplies out enough to probably net save some time. Um, we're doing the the trendy game. The trendy game is a crane game, and it's a um, we'll call it an easy crane game. It's it's deterministic is what it is. So. Once you know the trick, you can get it every single time. And even if you mess up, it's not that hard to comp compensate. Yeah. Like um, I just did. So, so the secret is to go over to the left edge of the conveyor belt loop, where, where the conveyor belt turns downward, and then uh, wait till the item that you want is at the very top of the right side um, going up. I like to do it when it's in the very middle. Yeah, well, yeah, when 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 the top of the item that you want's square, oh, line up it's... with the top of the upward conveyor belt, gotcha. um, like directly in the middle, then, then you just tap down just the slightest little bit. You just want to start the crane lowering, you don't actually want it to move downward. Yeah, you just, you just tap A the tiniest little bit and uh, it will give you the prize. And you, you know, Yoshi doll. maybe the first time you're getting used to it, but you, you can you can get it. Um, also, there's a Yoshi doll in the middle, but the Yoshi doll doesn't move, so you just line up the shadow with the doll and it, and it gets it. So, uh, yeah. I'm not gonna get all the heart pieces, just arbitrarily. That feels like something I don't care about. Uh. Yeah. I mean, that sounds fine. Well, it's only three hearts difference in this game. There's only 12 heart pieces. And some of them are... Like... Like, the fishing game is just, like... I don't know, very boring. Yeah. They could've... And I say that as someone who builds up rupees on the trendy game. Yeah. They could've done better with the fishing game. Um... I'd say, I guess this game is too wordy is really the problem that it has, you know? Yeah, because doing the fishing game means you have to talk to people too many times. You know, a good mod for this game would be to take out all the text, I think. And that sounds like, oh, then sounds like you don't like the game. No, I love this game. I just want to always be in control of Link running around. Yeah. Linking it up. I, um... Link cables. I wonder... Because I asked, I asked before we started if we wanted to do the randomizer, and you said that we wouldn't do the randomizer if we were going to play through the whole game, because the randomizer can get frustrating. But I wonder if there's a way to apply turn off all the randomizations and just apply the no text, the, the no text mod, and yeah. get a and get a good game that way. Do you want to 
try to do that and restart? No, I don't think we should do that and restart. Okay. I didn't um, need to come through the whole way. I only needed to get the 50 rupee chest. You what can a get waste the, of time. You can get the, uh... I was going to say you could get the harpies, but you don't have the, the hand thing yet. Yeah, the, the bracelet. The handbrake. The handbrake. Oh my gosh. Alright, Link fell in a pit and died, but then we got him back. Don't worry, friends. And I don't know I don't know if I said, but I, I've also put some fish in the um, in the oven. Cooking some fish fillets. Beer battered fish fillets. I can't believe you said beer. I can't believe you didn't say beer. I also can't believe that I didn't say it. Um. Yeah. I need to go a little bit to the, the left. I like the Lost Woods. I really this is like... the Mysterious Woods. Oh, you're right. This is the Mysterious Woods. I like the... Um. Oh, and there's a raccoon, and we put some powder it's on the raccoon. It's a tanuki. A tanuki? Because this is... Taran is a stand-in for Mario. So oh, that's true. He's Tanuki Mario. He's he's Tanuki Mario, and his something can get into his nose easily. So he the last thing on his I nose. remember is well, biting into a juicy toadstool. And it says raccoon there, which is why I say raccoon. I guess they might have used the word Tanuki in Japanese. He's definitely a Tanuki because he is Mario. He is Mario, which makes um. Wait, his name is Tarin? Wouldn't he be Tario? No. Okay. <laughs> um I really like all the all the graphics in this game are just such a permanent delight. I don't think there's anything that I dislike the look of. Yeah, I think it's a really slick looking game. Whoever is art director of this. Well done. Well done, sir or madam. I am going to get the... Uh, Sir or Madam, who probably does not speak English and will not listen to this episode, but well done. So I'm going to play the trendy game a bit to get some rupees so that I can... Um, okay. Uh, ...buy the shovel and the bombs, because if we're getting... Well... ...seashells... Okay. ...this will make it easier. Sure. What are you um, willing? I was going to ask, what is the early use of the shovel? Because I do not recall... Well, it'll mean that when I'm doing the little trade sequence, that when I go in the doghouse, I can already um, uh, get the seashell in the doghouse. Fair point. And whenever I go to like the area, because the only two places that I could initially think of the dog or the shovel being useful for are like fifth dungeon and later. No, you need it to get into the third dungeon. Remember to get the key. Oh yeah yeah. I was thinking of, uh, the shells. There's a shell in the, um, Rapids Ride, for example. Hmm. I don't think there's a dig shell in the Rapids Ride. I think there's only the, the shell where you come out of the sixth dungeon. Oh, Remember? you come out of the sixth dungeon and in the Rapids Ride area, but it's actually part of the sixth dungeon? Mm-hmm. Okay. I might end up getting four heart pieces because there are some that are just so on the way, but I probably won't get well, more than that. You can get the one in the well right over in town. I'll get the one in the well if that rounds out of four. 
There's the one that you, like, have to jump over to get to the Gopanga Swamp, and you can perfect jump over it every time you pass, but I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna get it. Yeah, just, I mean, I don't, I don't see a reason to avoid the heart pieces, is I guess my point. I don't want to feel beholden to them. If they're, if they're an easy get, you might as well easy get them. You can play the game three more times with this. I only need to come back in once more, and then I'll have enough. Yeah, that's the, the sad part about this game, is that there's only two rupees prizes uh, per entrance and exit. This is one of those games that prove that even, even I can be easily fooled by, like, people hyping up a game. Uh, because the re-release was, you know, the remake was coming out, and I was like, this actually looks like it's going to be really good. And I got fooled. You did get fooled. I mean, I wouldn't say... It's not terrible. It's just, like, it's just a okay. little worse than the real thing. It's just a little bit worse in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because this game is great. This game is, is better than it has a right to be. You, when you alter the mechanics of characters and monsters, then you have to alter, like, the, the board. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, you can't attack stuff through walls in that game, but nothing is changed, and there are things where the solution is literally, like, the normal solution is attack it through the wall. Yeah. So, like, it's just kind of awkward because they stop you from doing stuff that was available in the original version of the game. Yeah, maybe they didn't play properly. I don't... I can't imagine that they didn't play test a whole bunch. Well, so no, there, there is, to... like, a, a puzzle in the seventh dungeon to get the mirror shield... Or, yeah, to get the mirror shield, there's um, a crystal switch that you can normally hit with the boomerang. But they literally added a block so that you can't hit that crystal switch with the boomerang. So what are you supposed to do instead? You just have to go around, because it's like a multiple solutions puzzle. Oh, okay. Like, this game has tons and tons of multiple solutions puzzles, and they just kind of railroad you on most of them. Uh, yeah, take uh, multiple in the, solution, I don't... Oh, gosh. It's, it's like, um, the opposite of the... Modern of the game treatment. design, am I right? I don't know. It's not necessarily. A I think thing to it do was with modern just... game design or old game design. It's just game designers that think there has to be one answer, and that don't want multiple answers. Which is weird because Breath of the Wild had a lot of shrines where it's just like, here's some parts, whatever, and then you could do what you wanted. Oh, and to anyone wondering why didn't they steal the, um, the oh. well. The shovel or the whatever. Shovel. Why didn't I just steal everything? Yeah. And it's because I want the ending where... Um, oh, I need to go up to the little girl. I want the ending where you get to see the secret ending. So I can't die. Uh, will we attempt to use save states to preserve? No. Okay. But this game's really easy. <laughs> okay. All right. Like... It's oh, a good game, but it's just also easy. Yes. Oh, thank you. You are indeed a generous person. Ah, I will give you this in return. You traded your Yoshi for a bow. Maybe you can trade the ribbon for something else. 
and then I put the shovel on the B button so that I can use it while standing directly overlapping with a talkable character. Oh my gosh, the speedrun strats here are strong, friends. So strong. That's why I'm so house. fast. Give me that shell. Give me that shell. She clicked a lot of these, something good is bound to happen. And we talk to the dog, and then I'm a dog, a black sphere that can talk. I don't know if it's a dog or it's not. It's a dog, you can hear by its bark. You can hear by its bark, that's true. Um, and, well, it has a, uh... Now we're going to go to the beach to trade the dog food for, yeah, it has a a, kind of dog food. for a bunch of bananas from an alligator. Yeah, an alligator has a banana shop on the beach. That's normal. I don't think it's a shop. I think he just lives there. Oh, does he just live there? I thought it was like a store. This is Sale's house. Now, his name is Sale, though. Maybe that confused you. What's that you have? It's canned food. For heaven's sake, man, give that can to me, please! He's hysterical, what do you do? Give! Oh, thank you. I'll take that. And he eats the can in one bite. And he has this great animation cycle where he much, thumps much. his tail on the great. ground. I know it's not a fair trade, but here's some bananas, yum. And every time it thumps down, then his mouth opens again. Um, when he, I mean, it's just for the eating portion of the... Right. Cutscene only movement. He's got a bed in his house, but the bed is like inside a pool of water because he's a gator. Everything is good about that gator grant. I don't want to kill too many things, but I want to build up my kills so that when I get inside the dungeon, I get a piece of power. I don't want to accidentally get the piece of power out here, though. Okay. Because they make you walk faster. They do make you walk faster. And, like, the number of enemies you kill without getting hit is what determines the, like, drop cycle of stuff. Okay. Good. I'll be right back. Guardian Acorn. Betrayed. I think this room has the map. I'm not going in there. Did it despawn that acorn? Oh, good thing I got the piece of power right before I got hit. Rupees. See, this game, if you get the shovel right at the beginning, has a perfect rupee progression. Even if you don't, it's pretty good. In this game, you are immune to your own bombs. Most people don't seem to know that when I watch them play this. They're always fearful of their bombs. Oh, but immune to your own bombs is the best way to be. You're immune to your own bombs, and you can cook them forever. And when you uh, hold them, it restarts the timer. It doesn't... Just, uh, or I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because you can just keep throwing it if over you, and if over again. If you pick again. it up and throw it again, it restarts the timer. Yeah. Um, 
really, that's that's the best way. Like that's how they could make Breath of the Wild better. Just get get a, a third bomb rune, or you're immune to your own bomb. Spike shield guys, who you have to defeat by turning over with your shield. And even here, I do not lose my speed. When you go down into a 2D mode? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good, it's good. It's based on uh, how many hits you take, and I took that hit after I spawned it, but before I picked it up. Okay. Your body does feel a lot lighter with this feather. I can jump now. This is the game where you can jump. It's the best Zelda game. Yeah. It's really inspired how how much being able to jump, even though it's useless, just makes it feel better. Useless? I mean, I'm... Well, I mean, I, I, I don't mean that it has no uses. I guess I should say uh, being able to jump when it's not appropriate to jump. Ah. In, in Ocarina of Time, you have an auto-jump, and so it automatically makes you jump at the appropriate moments. This is different. You can just you can just jump in the middle of the field for no reason. That's free. And a sword spin that does double damage. What more could I want? Now hold on. No text. Didn't uh Didn't you say that the sword spins always do double damage? Other games the sword spin doesn't do double damage. In almost all the games it does double damage. Okay. Um not every game has a sword spin, and I'm sure some of the new ones, there's just mechanics that I don't have any idea about, but I in the games that I've played. Does Breath of the Wild have a sword spin? Yeah. When you have a one-handed sword, you spin, and I don't know if it does double damage or not. Oh, yeah! But you can't instant spin, can you? I think you You have can. to charge it? I think you can instant spin. Oh my gosh, I'll have to try instant spin I'm at the boss. Buzz, it's a pretty Buzz, short dungeon. Outsider. Now, uh, friend, do we? Oh, we got bumped down. I got bumped down. I didn't mean to, but I'd rather get bumped than get hurt. Right we still now. have the same piece of power, friends. Yeah, that's why I didn't so want to get hurt. We only have to hit him uh, twice. I think, I think it like doesn't all apply or something. Like bosses have different mechanics. Oh, maybe no. I'm just dead wrong. Now, uh, do we want to mention? Hearts are, are mandatory after bosses in this game, and in most games you can skip them. Oh yeah. Do we want to mention that you're, uh, when you you were a child, you thought the name of the monster was Buzz Buzz Outsider because he said Buzz Buzz Outsider when you walked into the room? Yeah, I thought that was like a title card for him. Like. Yeah. 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 I definitely thought he was called Buzz Buzz Outsider. Yeah, the Buzz Buzz Outsider. That's that's what his name is. Well, we we literally played a different game, Earthbound, where there's a character named Buzz Buzz. So it's yeah. not that far. No, yeah, it's not. It's absolutely um, plausible that his name would be Buzz Buzz Outsider. And Buzz Buzz was an outsider. Yeah. <laughs> um. And there's a an owl is talking to us to go to the Gopanga Swamp. It's fine. People have complaints on both sides of this game spells it out too much and this game is impossible to parse, both of which are crazy to me. This game is the correct amount of explanation. Like, you can skip the, um... Hey, buddy, it's serious. Yeah, really serious. Yeah, Hang on, don't read this. It's just so boring and it takes so long. Anyway, all right, so all don't right. cut me off to read this BS dialogue. Right. <laughs> um, I just... I hate this scene. It's, you hate this scene? 
Look how long it goes. It's an automatic cutscene that plays every time you come into the square until you fix it. When I was a kid trying to like search for where to go, oh. just like keeps playing yeah, that like 30 have, second long cutscene. If you have to see it more than once in a playthrough, you definitely come to hate it really fast. Um, anyway, what was I... Um, the amount of explanation within the game. The amount of explanation off. in the game is either like lots if you read the text, or you can like just tone up the difficulty by being like, I'm gonna explore to find the way, which is like a totally valid way to figure out the game. Because I couldn't read when I played this game. Um, that's right. Dumb kid alert! Um, so. I need to go. Can you play the game when you were like here. five, though? Yeah, but I couldn't read till I was like seven, and everybody's like, I read when I was four. Oh. All those people are dumb. It's so dumb they could read when they were four. Yeah, but they were reading like, I don't know, C Spot Run or whatever. Who cares? Four Mobbles is defeated. And one in the front room. Oh, yeah. Five mobs defeated. And then we got the Moblin boss. Who can uh, shoot spears. He can make a charge attack. And the secret is you get him to do a charge attack while he's close enough to the wall that he bounces into the wall and stuns himself and you hit him while he's done. And the other secret is to get him to kill himself on the right side of the room so that when you defeat him, you're right next to the door. You gotta get those speedrun strats in. We've, uh, we've saved Bow Wow. It even said that directly in the text. You've saved Bow Wow. What a fearsome beast. So Bow Wow is a, um, d dog question mark, and, um... He's a chain champ. He's a chain champ. He's literally tethered to Link on one of those chains made of, like, sprites that are only there half the time so that it looks like... It's true. I like. Ghostly. I really like the effect. The sprites are kind of but, ghostly and flickery. But they're like the. It's like there's chain chomps in Mario Three. There's chain chomps in Zelda Three. And sure. then in this game, they're on your playing, side. I was playing into the fact that there is um, a a meme within uh, anime and anime-related materials that sometimes a thing will be called a dog, even though it's not actually a dog. Such mm. as Plue, which is like a mini white skinned humanoid with like a carrot nose, and every time. Oh, yeah, from that show. Yeah. Ugh. Fairy Tale's boring. No, it's not from Fairy Tale. Well. I thought that that it's, was. It's from in Fairy, fairy Tale, Tale, but it was it was actually. Um, when it was in Fairy Tale, that was a reference to a previous uh, work by the, I think, the same artist or whatever. Oh. Um, so they, they were making a callback there. Um, but, but yeah, Blue is like, they, they just call him a dog, but he's like, uh, he's like and then there's the, the mythical beasts from Gen 2, which are like, obviously gerbils, but everyone thinks that they're either dogs or cats or something. So, did we say that we're in the bottle grotto? Um. Oh no, I spawned the piece of power in a place where I can't reach it. Horrible. But we are in the bottle grotto. Um, this dungeon is pretty good. I would rate it, um, I don't know, I feel like the top half of dungeons. Hmm. Well, okay, what's the best dungeon? Hmm. 
I remember now. It's a trick to for them to be like, there's a crystal switch here. You can change the layout and go a separate path. But the original path is easier. The original path is the one that you want. <clears throat> hmm. Well, I certainly don't like three. And I don't like six or seven. Six is Wind Waker? You don't like six? No, six is the face shrine. Oh, dungeons. Sorry. My brain yeah, got yeah. all scrambled because I was focused on the game for too long. Yeah. I don't like the face shrine that much. And I don't like the eagle's tower that much. This guy can kill you. I do like Turtle Rock. Here you fight uh, the Game Boy Color version of a Hinox. It's got one eye. It's like a Cyclops monster. He's big and tough like an ogre. Definitely the first version bombs. of a Hinox I ever fought. Yeah. I think this was probably the first version of a Hinox that was in any game. No, they're in three. Oh, okay. Zelda three. That's after three. They they start needing titles for the most part. Oops, I forgot. That's just the map. I didn't need the map. That's okay. We can have we can have a spare map. This is full rips, and I want them. Now I have more money. Here's a room with some ghosts in it, and the ghosts are pretty cool because, um... They have, like, weird mechanics of, uh... When you swat at them normally, they keep respawning further back in the room, but if you... If you light the torches, then they will, um... Oof. Uh, if you light the torches, they will flee and turn vulnerable and then you have to defeat them while they're vulnerable while they're vulnerable but you also don't have to defeat them they'll just fully run away eventually uh yeah they they run away a little tiny bit if you turn on one torch and if you turn on two torches then they really skedaddle and as long as they're gone then you get the treasure chest um i like the style posts in this game they're pretty satisfying you know like, they can be frustrating, but in a good way, sort of way. Mm -hmm. um, so in this room, there is a special trick to get the thing. You have to defeat... There are three enemies, and you have to defeat them in a very specific order. And if you defeat them in any other order, then they're gone, but you have to... Uh, you don't spawn the chest. You don't spawn the chest. And it has the Nightmare's Key, which is what you need to get into the dungeon boss. So there's a, a bunny, a bat, and... Uh, what, what are we going to call that last one? Just... He's... Skullface dude? Skullface dude? Yeah, I'm not sure what kind of dude he is, but they're like pretty prevalent in the game. So we got a, a robed skeleton. Yeah. Want to call him a robed skeleton? I feel like if, if this game had like any sort of mysterious type overtones, it would have been a cultist instead of just a generic robed skeleton. Well, they are wearing blue robes, and, I mean, the blue-robed cultists in uh, Earthbound are based off of a real Japanese cult that did real terrorist attacks, so... But I thought that cult was, like, um... Whatchamacallit? They were, like, yellow? Maybe. I, I don't know what they were in real life, but, I mean, just the imagery... Yeah. Is Although, there. I don't know... I don't know how old this game is compared to that... Um, well, this came out in... This was, um... 
93, and Earthbound, I think, is 94. No. Oh. No, 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 because it might have been later. I don't know. Okay. I don't have time to look it up. I'm busy fighting this. We're fighting the final boss. He threw fireballs. Ghost clown. You gotta evade the fireballs. Who is Hit also the a genie. The bottle. Pick up the bottle, throw it against the wall. And when you do that, what, three times? It cracks the bottle and then the genie comes out. Mm -hmm. Then the cool part of this fight starts and the genie starts teleporting. Yeah, yeah, it can't hurt me as long as I have my bottle. This is another one of those things where, like, if you know how to dodge it, it's so easy. It is so easy, but if you don't know how to dodge it, it's the most terrifying thing, which actually I think is really... I think that's a good place for it to be. Did you see that? I had two extra well, small you keys. Why do you make me up? I'm mad! You had two extra what? Small keys, because I was just really efficient with where I went. Good. Oh my gosh, you haven't even... You haven't even hit with the fireballs. This is nuts. Did you see my strats? I'm so efficient. That was a zero hit... Zero hit bottle of Rodovos. I was being pretty aggro too. Like spin attacking pretty much every time. Alright, we got the Conchorn. Being aggro in real life is bad, but being aggro in a video game is good. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Hear that horn. The prairie is waiting. Nice timing. He just ate the flowers right off the bat. Didn't make me wait. I'm gonna go get the warp up here. Oh yeah. Because we have to activate it at some point. So, uh, there's four warps on the island. And the way it works is pretty simple. You have to go to that screen. You go to, to the screen it. so that you've seen it. And then you just hop into a warp and it sends you to the next one in the cycle that you've seen. That's that's the whole process. I don't know how, but I just knew it was safe to jump in like right away when I was a kid. Like there's something about the way they animate it where it's just like, oh yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, there's a little thing of stairs that lead up right to it, so it looks like it's dangerous, but it's it's like sitting in place, so it couldn't be dangerous, right? Because it's, you know, it's right there. They wouldn't let you just walk into it if it was dangerous. So you, you walk into it to try it, and then it, at first it does nothing. It warps you back to the same location when you've only seen one, and you're like, what the hell? But I mean, it pretty clearly like throws you through the sky, so... Yeah, it throws you into the sky, and then you you go back to where you are. So eventually, you find a second one, you try out the second one, and you realize that they're warping you between the warp points. It's good. I don't think that there's any text in this game that explains those warps. I think you're right. Maybe maybe in the library they talk about warp holes. I think they probably do, actually. Yeah, I guess they could. Dodged. Turning the doge. So here we are back in the village.
So, uh, after the swamp is the Ukuku Prairie. Mm-hmm. Here, take over for a second. I gotta respond to some texts. Just go that way. Down the path? Mm-hmm. All right. So, oh, there's a bunch of holes in the ground. We don't also... need to open stuff. Oh, I just I thought it's fun to open the ferret cave. Okay, we'll, we'll be able to yell here later if we need to, I guess. There's also a giant skull on the ground. Now this is uh, one of those obvious and retrospect things. You're supposed to bomb the giant piece of rock. But you don't need to. You can beat the whole game without uh, being able to travel you through that can? way. can? Yes. Oh. Huh. Okay. Just one of those things. Just one of those things. Right, I need to go around this one. Actually, let me go get the secret seashell right here. Yeah. This is why I asked you at the beginning, because it's like... And then there's one next to the house. Yeah, you, you essentially have to walk out of your way just a little bit a whole bunch of times, which is fine. It's, like, not a big deal, but if you skip several, then you just have to go back for them. Nah. Well, we won't get to have this for very long. Wait, how many do you have right now? Five now. So, isn't five the first reward point? Yeah. That's why we won't get to have this for very long. We get the first check mark. Once you we get a four more, if you collect a lot of these, something good is bound to happen. We'll come back. So it's a five and a ten. Yeah. Oh. I thought it was a five and fifteen for some reason. Nope. Five and ten. And if you miss them, you just miss them. Give bananas to Kiki. Kiki will help you. All of Kiki's friends, because they want a piece of this banana bunch, uh, help you build a bridge. Monkey business done. And they Monkey even leave business. you behind one free stick. Yeah. What a worthwhile... Um... So now we've crossed the moat and we're going up alongside the castle and we go through a secret. Fun fact, you have to use the sword to get that bush out of the way. Oh, right. If you... You can't bomb it the first time. Yeah, because that's one of the only... Because it's uh, revealing the staircase. Yeah. I defeated that bomber guy without him throwing even a single that bomb. That was nuts. I have never defeated the bomber guy close to anywhere that fast. Double kill. Double kill on two knight dudes. Mm -hmm. I think these are Armos. Or maybe they're Dark Nuts. It's hard to tell because like everything in this is all like warped in what it is like. You have to make sure to not knock him off the screen. 
Yeah. So that's why I ran south first. There's a crow that's up on a tree, and he's just sitting there, and you're like, how? You, you swing your sword, he doesn't react. What you gotta do is you gotta throw a rock at him. But, alternate solution, you can also bomb him. Oh, okay. Triple kill. Got a leaf for clearing a room, but I did it all with one sword swing. And now I moonwalked out of there. Although I did leave myself vulnerable because I wanted to moonwalk. When you grab certain items or go up certain staircases, you can, like, do the timing right on your walking so that for some reason he doesn't turn around. I don't really know what the deal is, but it looks really funny. Where he sort of walks down, but it's pointed up? Or the other way around, in this case. Huh. Yeah, I can't imagine what sort of a weird little programming bug would do that, but it, it does happen. I remember I've seen it a whole lot. And then they introduce you to a mechanic that they will use at the start of the dungeon that this mini-dungeon is getting the key for. Yeah, you have to throw a vase at the door and use that as the way to open the door. So they added a way to jump down here, uh, from here in the remake, which is one of the good changes. You have to walk back around through the inside of the castle in this. Even though you can walk and see the overlook on the right, left, and uh, south. East, west, and south. But I've lowered the moat already. What do you mean, lowered the, the drawbridge? Door? Yeah, or whatever, the gate. Lifted the gate? Lifted the gate? Opened the gate. It's unclear. It, we're not clear which direction the gate is moving when the gate gets out of the way. I think it must go sideways. And then because I have a decent mental map of this island, more so than most real-life places, I'm easily able to navigate myself down to uh, Prince Richard. Who wouldn't have a mental map of the island? Who among us has not Or of the, map the Lost the island? island? I guess this is... This prince is some sort of reference to some other game or something? Yeah, he's okay. the main character in another game with very similar mechanics. Okay. This is a talky guy. He's saying that we have to buy a shovel and we have to get these leaves. Ah, Treben, you received all the leaves and move this box and you'll find your reward. Oops. Talked to him one too many times. Oh boy. And here we were talking about how wordy these people are. And then we talked to them an extra time. Well, when you're sending text Hoisted. messages at the same time that you're... Uh, Hoisted. Hoisted. I forget. I thought that there was a chance that was an extra slime inside this chest. It... Huh. But it was worth <coughs> checking because it was, in fact, a secret seashell. It was a secret seashell. It's a very easy secret seashell, but it's a good one. So now we have... Um, there's a weed maze... But there's holes of, under a bunch of the weeds. Yeah, most of the most of the weeds have holes underneath them, and that's what makes it a maze. When you chop them, 
you still have to, like, go the correct direction. So that I can get back easily. If something like this were to happen. <laughs> what about... Those, are, are all those weeds there also? I, I need to check, but... I, I, just, think, I think that's the way. There you go. I didn't want to screw up that so that I have a wall to lean against so right. that I don't jump into the pit. Well, underneath an owl statue, the statue's like, Oh, the, the treasure is at your feet! And you, you the, the other clue is that you're supposed to bring a shovel, so then you're like, Oh, I get it. Oh, now I get it. Yeah. And you make some uh, rather daring jumps. And there we go. We're done with the cabbage maze. Also, the, the jump allows you to basically bypass enemies without having to stop and fight, because swinging your sword, if you're not jumping, um, makes you stop for a second. Yeah. You know, a, This a is moment. one of the uh, only parts of the game where I feel like it's excessively annoying. You, you push the key into the keyhole, it opens up the door, but then you have to go around, like, what, five screens? It's a good little thing. This is a confusing area if you don't know it, and I think it's it's neat. People have to figure All right. out how to traverse this zone. I'm gonna get the shovel thing already so that I don't forget it later. There's some grass up here, and it mysteriously it's in a plus shape without grass in the middle, and you're like, oh, well, what am I supposed to do? And then you, you remember, oh, this is the part of the game where we shovel everything. Level three, key cavern. Um, what's your Yokozuna order? Do you have one? Yeah, I want um, no vegetables, extra chicken. Just in case it's rupees. Nice piece of power. Piece of power. All right. Now it's a stone beak, even oh, more worthless. A stone beak. I may foolishly be grabbing the map right now. Extra chest. Yeah, this is one of the compass or map map worthless. Well, I didn't want to leave a key behind, even though I... Well, you need the boots to get other stuff in this area, yeah. It's 
so I can only get hit one more time. If I get hit a third time, I'll lose the piece of power. There's just so much death and mayhem that happens when you've got the piece of power. And then when you've got the red, um, the red cloak. It's just like that all the time. It's just like that all the time. It's so satisfying. I don't need the boots for up here, do I? Uh, you need the boots to get across, but not once, once you're up there, you don't need them. So there's some enemies that look like bombs, and if you, depending on how you kill them, they drop different types of things. If you kill them with a bomb, then they will themselves drop bombs. But the other thing is that if you kill them by waiting out their bomb timer, then they respawn every time you walk through the room. But if you kill them with a bomb, they don't respawn. Oh, I didn't understand that that was the difference. And then there's these other bombs who initially look the same, but their thing is they bounce really fast. Yeah, as soon as they take any damage, they bounce everywhere for a moment or two and then explode. See, like, this room was a huge hassle and I didn't understand that mechanic. Yeah, I, I didn't understand until you told me just now. I bet as soon as Troy listens to this episode, Troy will have not understood that thing either. Now I know what you're thinking, you need six bombs to beat this enemy. But, five. but, if you kill one of these guys, oops, okay, in, this, one. in this boss room only, if you kill one, and you leave, and you come back, they will be defeated. Oh my god! But, the same sub-boss will, in future dungeons, um, you have to kill not have that desired result, yeah. Okay. Pegasus boots. Hmm? Um, Jenna from Polygon posted, I guess I've got 47 minutes and 10 seconds to remember why I set this phone on my, this timer on my phone. And then later replied to her own tweet, I put a potato in the oven! Nice. There's these odd creatures. Are they, are they teleporting birds? I don't know, they've got beaks. And when you get close to them, they teleport away from you. And then when they appear at their destination site, they shoot a little blast at you. Which makes them frustrating. Because in the time it takes you to walk up and sword them, they've gotten away. Um, but if you, if you have the boots, or if you have any number of Dang it. ways of getting to them before they can teleport away, then you can dispatch them. Is there something over here, just the visuals? Uh, I think at the end there's, um... No, we were thinking of Dungeon 4 where you have to cross over. Hmm. Oh, yeah, it's this is supposed to teach you, it's supposed to let you see, uh, about the, the bomb. Mm-hmm, the bomb of the wall. wall. You're like, how do I get into this mysterious room? It's this upper catwalk. It's like a really great mechanic.
there's a thing that's like the there's vacuum pullers and uh, like air pusher things and they are different enemies that just move link around the environment he's in neither of them are that bad but uh, you need the Pegasus boots to kill this particular pusher because you can't get across the room in time based on his normal cycles Piece of power once more. Two hundred rupees. We're almost done with this dungeon. Is that exciting? Well... I guess. Uh, you guess. I'm excited to be done with Dungeon 3. I'm not a fan of Dungeon 3. This is in the bottom half of Dungeons. I, I like all the dungeons a lot, so I, I have a hard time seeing any of them as bad, if I'm being honest. I think level 1 is a great introduction dungeon. Yeah. Very easy. I agree, level uh, great. But it's a little easy to get lost if you don't know what you're doing. Super quick. Dungeon 2, I don't like as much as you do, but I still think it's a good dungeon. And then, um, oh, I didn't get the nightmare key. Oh my gosh. My word. What was I thinking? You weren't being a pro gamer, that's for sure. So I'll get this extra key. Yeah. I know where it is, but I just didn't grab it. Well, I hope I don't accidentally fall in that spit, uh, that spike pit in a minute because then I'll lose my, um, power. I really like the layout of this map. I like this floor a lot, specifically. Yeah, I guess this part is good. But it's it's the first half of the dungeon that I don't quite like. Get once you get up to that the quad room in the middle of the key, then that's good. Did you see that? I did see that. I was actually the most impressed that you went underneath the plant before it managed to uh, return. The uh, Pegasus boots allow you to dash at the teleporty birds before they. Neener, neener! You can't find me! Nya, nya! So you uh, Pegasus into the wall, and then uh, you. that drops the slime into the battlefield, and then you have to hit it until the slime comes in half, and then hit each. Did you have a piece of power during that fight? Because mm. it looked like you finished it pretty fast. I think I did. You counted the piece of power? Nice. I don't know, though, because I didn't get hit, and I didn't have it after the fight. So I guess I must not have had a piece of power. 
Does it come back? I, I thought maybe like getting the heart container cleared would be, cleared the effect or something. Oh, maybe it did. We I don't, don't even know. know how video games work. Okay. All right. While you click through that, I'm going to show you this picture of Megira and Megira. the ocarina right now just to get it over with. So we go into a shrine and we go into a bed and Link goes to sleep and then he enters the dream within a dream that is this odd shrine where uh, now a guardian acorn spawned. There are creatures whose movement is like the inverse of Link's movement. And some um, people find this very flummoxing, but yeah. it is not actually well, difficult to deal with. So here's the thing. In addition to their movement being a, a inverse of Link's movement, uh, they're, they're not hurt by standard swordness. They're just moved by it. They're just moved. So at first, you're like, oh, I'm swinging as hard as I can, but they're not actually going away. What am I supposed to do? But you're just supposed to use the Pegasus boots. Also, if you use a spin attack, they die anyway. Yeah, if you use a spin attack, then they'll die. If you use the Pegasus boots to charge through them, then they'll die. If you have not got the Ocarina and somehow have the Boomerang, then they'll die of the Boomerang, I think. <laughs> I, I believe that's true. Um, actually, they appear not just in the Dream Shrine, but in a few other parts of the game. So maybe that's where I'm, I'm remembering that they can die to the Boomerang. Mm-hmm. They're in later dungeons and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Oops. Now, there is a piece of heart right in there. I, uh, I think for that piece of heart, though, you need the hookshot. No, you just need the boots. In there? Oh. Uh, one, one screen to the left. Yeah, yeah. So here we're I don't want to bother with that one. I'll get a different piece of heart. Okay, I guess. Uh, here, a uh, a stick is used by Tarin to try and get the honeycomb nest, and the bees chase him off, and then the honeycomb falls down afterwards. So then you get the honeycomb. We've now traded the stick for a honeycomb. You're not sure how it happened. And, um, we're going to the mountains? No. What? We defeated Dungeon 3, so Dungeon 4 is... We're going to Animal Village. Oh, right. We haven't done the Animal Village part of things. So we have some strange object blocks that block the way to Animal Village. And... We're already here. We're already here. Because Marin went to Animal Village, except <gasps> she's missing. No, Marin hasn't gone to Animal Village yet. Oh. Oh, we're just doing the trade. We trade the honeycomb for a pineapple. This guy's the guy who tells you to get Marin. Oh. So I wanted to see if I could... Yeah, you can activate it without even seeing the walrus. That, All right, that way so... I don't have to run around. 
Yeah, so there's a walrus that's asleep, and he blocks the way to the desert. So we have to get Marin, but Marin doesn't um, trigger the scene where you can talk to her. Um, until you've talked until to that panda you bear. You have to have seen the walrus or talked to the panda. Yeah, I think you have to talk to the panda bear. Oh. I thought you could just see the walrus. Maybe. Well, that's fine. You know, I realized when I first saw the new game and how it would project areas that were, like, further away or, like, on the other sides of tree lines, I thought, like, oh, that's interesting. But then it kind of ruins the peacefulness of town because the monsters still aggro onto you and just sort of endlessly throw spears at the wall that can't reach you. Maybe they patched that out, but that was certainly true at first. In the... We uh, or switch remake, yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. No. That's, that's not a good. So does the does guardian the guardian acorns. acorn not give you a speed boost? It does not give you a speed boost. Oh, what a rip! Oh, what am I doing? I can use my speed boot. Here we have a treasure chest with some rocks in the way, and you open the treasure chest, and you get 50 rupees. Very nice. Oh, Lydia, I'm glad you found this place. Will you stay and talk to me for a while? Yes! No we're in a cutscene. This game really set the standard pretty high when I was a kid, because this is one of the first games that I played. Like, the first game I really played I all the way through after Kirby. Torrance says there's nothing beyond the sea, but... I believe that there must be something over there. When I discovered you, Lydia, my heart skipped a beat. I thought this person has come to give us a message. If I was a seagull, I would fly as far as I could. I would fly to faraway places and sing for many people. If I wish to the windfish, I wonder if my dream will come true. This is a very beautiful scene. Hey, are you listening? Lydia, are you listening to me? Yeah. I want to know everything about you. Or, ha 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 the walrus uh, wants me to go to him? Oh, it doesn't matter. I'll go with you to him. You got Marin, this is your big chance. And then you pick up Marin, like, over your head, like she's an item that you just got. Which is, I guess, a little funny. And now she's following you. Um, it's a good gag. There is... Um, a number of special things that you can do when Marin is following you that you cannot do at any other time. Um, I don't believe that we're going to do any of them. One That's of them correct. is, for example, you can get a photo on the edge of the cliff at the beach if you activate the photo mouse. If you yeah. walk to the edge with Marin, then you'll both look off into the wandering uh, surfing ocean. Another nice little cutscene. It's, it's cute. So we're going to use the Telewarp. We're not going to go. Yeah, there's a warp inside of Animal Village, so it's very convenient to go to. Yeah, there's a warp just outside of, Co of uh, Mabe Village and one inside Animal Village. So. so that's how the citizens get around town, obviously. Yeah. 
And then, the walrus. Yes, it's that lazy walrus. Shall we give him a little surprise? The walrus is immediately awoken. Haha, wow, he certainly woke with a start. Huh? Oh, he's calling me. The same as always. Lydia, I'm going to Animal Village. Please drop by, okay? So, we're in the desert. And, uh, there's only one thing to really do here. Is fight levers. Also fight, um... Also fight a um, giant snake. Annoyance! You're only getting in the way! He jumps through the sky... This guy's a land mola. A land mola. Land mola. No land, D. Land mola? Mm-hmm. Okay. He gets into your local area network. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so the, the ground in this zone is um, funneling you into the center. And if you do go all the way to the center, then it drops you. I'll get this heart because I'm already going to be down here. In the pit. One piece of heart, please. cactuses out here, but as a kid I thought they were stoplights. Also, um, uh, I just remembered I want to go down this way to get a secret seashell that you have to dig. Oh yeah, if you go up to this cliff, you can, well, you lift up the rock and you're like, oh. Oh, I guess you don't have to dig. Oh, I you thought you did. Dig? But you don't. So in the remake, they added additional secret seashells, and one of the secret seashells... There are quite a few of them. There are quite a few, but one of them that I thought was, like, the goofiest is that you, like, play the the windfish song on the ocarina next to where the walrus jumped into the water, and then the walrus comes back and, like, spits a seashell at you. Something that you, like, wouldn't normally think to do at all. And also, it only works in this tiny little area. Yeah. Anyway, let's not talk about that. I'm moonwalking! You are moonwalking? I was. Okay. That's hey, a that's nice you have there. And then she plays the song. And now we get to hear other backing instruments. Man. No wonder I was thinking about Earthbound so much. Your background is Earthbound. Oh, yeah. Well, sometimes. It, like, cycles, but yeah.
We got this is a permanent song on the ocarina. Hooray! Please don't ever forget this song or me. to activate the keyhole at the second warp. It's below the mountains. You're to the south of the mountains and there's a keyhole and you see across the way there's a waterfall coming down from the mountain. And when you open the key it stops the water from draining down that spot and there's a cave in the side of the wall. But you can't get there from where you are. And Link can't swim yet. What am I to do? You yell. Um, and the answer is you're supposed to climb the mountain and jump down from above. You know, like a cool kid would do. Why did you go all the way down? Okay. This is better. Alright, if you say so. I feels like you could have just gone west. This is fine. Alright. It's fine, it's fine. Hey! I Crazy get the Tracy! Crazy Tracy will sell you a magic potion that will revive you from death when you die, which is very cool. Um, it has two prices randomly. It's either 28 rupees or 42 rupees. I think it's. There is something that controls which price it is. It's like. kills or something, I don't know. Yeah, or maybe it's like how many hearts you have currently or something. Yeah, like but there's, there's, there's some way to influence it. If it's the wrong price, you can come back later and she'll have it for the other price. But, like, what's the difference? It's 14 rupees in a game where you pick Look, up a 200 rupee I'm chest. I'm just saying it's possible if that's what you want it to do. This game's got a good rupee progression. To buy that uh, bow and arrow, not shield. You don't buy the shield. You start with the shield, because Tarn gives it to you. And you can buy a replacement if a like like eats it, but who needs a replacement shield? Plus, there's a whole bunch of ways to get shields, really. Honestly, I mean, don't you just buy them? You can buy them, you can find them in some chests, you can, um, uh... I think. Um, you can uh, get them in the crane game. Oh yeah. This is the best song in any video game. I'm gonna go that far. In any video game. The Tall Tall Heights music is the best song in any video game. <sighs> Unfortunately, the... Defensive Acorn song is not the best song. We've found the dad, Papal. And now we feed him a pineapple to renew his vittles. And then he gives us a nice hibiscus flower.
we've nearly got there now. We can hear the falls falling. And we're at dungeon four. I love dungeon four. Maybe dungeon four is my favorite dungeon. Really? It's, it's on my bottom tier dungeons. Okay. Does it does it lack or does it have something that's bad? Kind of both. Okay. I think it feels very uh, claustrophobic compared to like. I like about two and three that you can really lose yourself there. I feel like there's not that much to explore in here. That's a fair assessment. I got the beak. I think might be wasting time in getting the map, but. We'll just get it. Because if it's a small key, I'll be annoyed I didn't get it. I realized I totally forgot to go to the color dungeon. And because I'm going to be leaving this dungeon halfway through, then it's not going to allow me to go to the color dungeon. So I'm just going to be green length the whole time. I was supposed to go either between 2 and 3 or 3 and 4, but I wasn't supposed to wait until I was in 4. Um, you can do it any time a dungeon isn't partially active, right? Yeah, but I'll be completing dungeon 4 last. That's my only speedrunner strat. No ghosts! Speedrunner strat is to defeat dungeon 4 last? Because I don't believe in ghosts. Okay. You're not picking up on my joke? Do you not remember that there's a ghost that talks to you once you defeat dungeon oh, 4? Yeah. It takes a, like, the longest side quest between dungeons. It is the longest side quest between dungeons. And you can just straight up skip it by completing dungeon 4 last. How do you get into Dungeon 5? The regular way. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I th I knew Because I knew that he gave you an item. No, he doesn't. He just doesn't disallow you from getting into dungeons. Oh. I guess I very misremembered the ghost situation. He, um... Oh, worthless. The compass. So now, all the chests are either rupees or keys. I like the ghost as an element in the game normally, right, but, but I'm like skipping the ghost. Element, but in terms of, like, mechanically, yeah, the ghost doesn't do anything for you. Right. Okay. That's fair. So, we, we just need the flippers and then we'll proceed with the game? Mm-hmm. I'll probably get the nightmare key for this uh, dungeon, though, actually. Because then you spawn, like, with the warp point for the mini-boss, you spawn really close to the boss room. Yeah.
so I need to go this way to get a key. Come back. Oh, that water skipper. The water skipper is really the worst. I mean, they're, I love them. I love them. They're cute. They're fine, but he definitely just... They just sometimes go where you don't want them to go. Got me exactly the wrong spot, yeah. Now, what I don't like is the, the pee hots. I, I do not appreciate them at all. Not a big fan either. Hey, there was a slime in that chest. Classic. So, it's not possible to beat that room without the flippers, right? Can Right. Because you just have the, to... the way they're positioned. Well, it's not just the way they're positioned. It's that, like, you can't go directly from one panel to the other. I really thought that I could get... Uh, fairy off this guy, but these are just really persistent attackers. I don't know. I They're just... It's not working. I guess it's... If you hit the flame with a sword, doesn't it block it? Yeah. I thought that if I hit that guy with um, powder, he would turn into a fairy. But it, maybe it's only the anti-fairies. And maybe it's only the boomerang in this game that does that. In this game, the boomerang's the most powerful weapon. Just for the record of people who haven't played this game. That's what makes this the best Zelda game. Because we're a pro-boomerang. I do like the boomerang uh, in general. And I think this is the implementation of it where like you use it the most it's like the last item it doesn't have to be the last item you get um you have to have the hook shot to get it though i think who wouldn't love a boomerang oops this is not good so this this uh mini boss is like um some sort of tick or bug type thing and it's I think a... it's supposed to represent a big octo. Oh, okay. I know it doesn't exactly look like that, but I'm it's, pretty sure that's it's what it's meant in to a be. Ring. There's a ring of shallow water. Swing your sword if you can reach it. Why? Oh. Why is it doing this to me? <laughs> Alright, we've managed to obtain the fairy and restore our hearts. Uh You move this switch so much faster when you're Hulked out with the power. Hulked out with power. Not because you like are more powerful with the bracelet, just because your move speed's faster. Right. Well, so the monster is in a room that has got just enough space for it to go around in a loop, and then you, you hit it. That's that's the trick. You, you hit the monster. I like that they introduced these guys in Dungeon 4, and then you don't get the item that's uh, super effective against them until Dungeon 5, and by then, they're like like your mortal enemy. They are your mortal enemy, because if you hit them from anything except their weak point, then they're totally immune, and uh, you're not going to have your time. Ooh. And then some water skimmers like. Hey, excellent. Alright, middle. Okay, that's what I thought, but then it didn't blink last time and 
Okay. And is it this one? I think so. Yeah. Middle, uh, bottom left, upper right, upper left, bottom right. And see, this works out because, um, the boss key is actually right near the main floor, but it's like, or the main entrance, but it's on a higher floor, so you can drop down to the exit really easily. Oh, nice. Oh, wait, no. The drop down is on the, the north side. I was wrong. I were wrong. Well, you can drop down here, yeah. How many yeah. bombs do I have? I should get that bomb pickup as I leave. Is there, like, a bomb ferry? Yeah. 50 rupees. Very nice. We're up to 550. That guy. What a guy. Hey look, it's that key that fell through the hole earlier. Now we come underground and it's here. And we got it. Isn't that cool? Continuity. Multi-room continuity. I wonder if they'll do that ever again in this game. I wonder if that'll be a cool thing that makes this different from previous Zelda games. I wonder. You have to wait for that red slime to creep his ass into the um What you call it? The pit. I'm trying to make this like super tight. Oh, uh, that's really. Yeah, I know. There we go. That's maybe the worst part about this dungeon is that that area there where you have to do the the three jump it's just maybe a little too hard for this early in the game i think the southward one is difficult but you don't actually have to do that unless you're exiting the dungeon like i am so it's only because i'm like sequence breaking you sequence breaker what i bonked him but he didn't switch he didn't switch I mean, we still just right side up. You just Nintendo GameCube, you. Yeah. I guess technically I could have left through the warp, so... I was a bit silly to not, but... Um, then we're going to go... You, you know what? To heal, I'm gonna get that heart piece. I'll get a heart piece, just like you want. A heart piece? You don't mm. say. Yeah, it's gonna take me this... like an extra thirty seconds to get, but I'm I'm getting it. Is this the underwater one? Mm-hmm. Up here. Oh yeah, look at this one, friends. There's this whole room, and it's there's all this stuff, and you're like, oh well, if it's 100% water, the only thing that could possibly be here is if you dive, and then you dive, and you look around while you're dived, and then you get a heart piece. Pretty cool. It's great. No, uh. We're gonna meet a fish. I'm Manbo, child of the sunfish. You learn Manbo's Mambo.
So when you sing uh, the Mambo song, it warps you to the start of a current dungeon or to the little pond next to Crazy Tracy's house. Um, One in the remake, there's the warps other. all around the island that that you can set it, you can set yourself to. But but in the first game, it's just that one location. Um, there's enough mobility in this game. Right. Right. No, it's not bad. It's good, in fact. It's just... It's odd. Uh, there's no explanation given for why there's a song that teleports you to this one location. It just... That's just how it goes. Mm -hmm. And I am for it, friends. I'm all for it. Oh, you brought me hibiscus. How sweet. Since you're such a gentleman, I have a request to make of you. Will you listen? Yes. I would like you to take this letter to a Mr. Wright, who also lives on the border of the Mysterious Forest. Please. Um... When mm -hmm. did we trade the pineapple for our flower? Remember up in the mountains? Oh, yeah, damn, that happened so fast. I think I gotta go get this stuff. I'll be right back. Because we have nine secret seashells, I'm going to collect one more secret seashell that we can get to and get the freebie 10 at the shell hut so we don't forget it and miss it. I know you're thinking more detours. That's true. So many pieces of power. It's like you're some sort of pro gamer never couldn't hit. Oh, 
Oh wait, I needed to go up to the seashell hut. What am I doing? So that I could lose this piece of power. Nice! So we step into the house, fill up a little meter. Ten shells. Instant eleventh shell. We gotta get twenty for the next reward, which is the sword. I got that acorn out of the way. Uninterrupted by ghosts. How peaceful. So, the fifth dungeon is out in the middle of the bay, and you... Need to be able to swim to get to it. You gotta be able to swim to get to it. And then you, you swim up to it, and there's no way in! So you dive underwater, and then underwater, there's a way in. Unfortunately, the way in involves defeating one of these guys who has the horrible armor from every direction except one thing going on. And there's a room where as long as you know you don't have to face them, you can just run to the stairs. okay, but I guess I don't really like how many times you have to use underground passages to get around. Hmm. I find it ends up being kind of confusing. I like the confusingness of the dungeons. I like the more complicated ones. bomb pickups here. So I beat the mini boss, but instead of dying, he just ran away. He runs away. What a jerk. What a Not jerk. Not dying when you stab him in the face very hard. And then bomb him. You gotta defeat him four times in this, uh dungeon, and each of the rooms that he appears in has a number of stones around the corner, and that tells you what the order of the fights is going to be. It's very uh, obvious. 
Also, the other thing is that it's very easy to just keep encountering the rooms and, like, not finding the right ones or forget, like, which one you're going to next. Yeah. I think that's an unfortunate weakness of the dungeon. It's fine. I mean, it. you can see how fast the path is when you, like, right, but are like, deliberate about it. When I was first playing this game, the fifth dungeon was one of the hardest ones for me. Because... Well, yeah, but that's... That's what made it fun. I remember how long it took us. That's true. That's true. The fifth dungeon sticks in your heart because of, um... Because of how long it takes. I need more bombs. Probably none here. I have just enough to kill him. In this room. But I don't have enough to kill him in the last room. I can't beat you! I'm out of here! I think this room to the right might have a bomb fairy. Yeah. That's good. That should be enough to tide us over for the rest of the dungeon. This is one of those great um, plus rooms where you push a block to get to another path things. We saw that in Majora's Mask in the Swamp Temple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we did. It's a, it's a dungeon great. A dungeon classic. I love it every time. to the room where we got the first key. And then instead of like having a chest spawn or something, he pops like a normal monster and then just leaves behind the hookshot like it's a rupee or something. Like it's a rupee. You got the hook shot. It's chain stretches long when you use it. True enough. I this remember a pretty as a good child, version of the I was shot. completely baffled by that phrase. It's chain stretches long when you use it. I didn't. I didn't understand what it was trying to say. I didn't understand what was happening when you used the hook shot. Just some really? sort of. Really. It didn't. It didn't make sense in my brain. There's just like this weird spiky thing that looks like nothing. And I just, for the longest time, never understood. I, it took until Green of Time came out that I kind of began to conceptualize what the Oakshot is all about. Hmm. Is there any part of the game I can have you play for me that I'd be able to eat? I feel like there's no game part that's long enough. Well, here's the thing. There's that, but there's also, like, I'm not as good um, at this game as you are. And you seem to be... 
very concerned about the tightness of the timing. Like he didn't oh, even it's pick just up, fun. He didn't pick up the, the heart piece in the well, even though it's like no time at all. Yeah. Oh, I think I need to go the other way over here. I need to go. Well, yeah, you have the one that drags you across the room. Oh, but it's not just that. It's, um... I needed to go to the room with the extra water. I think I'm wasting time now. But this is like... Oh wait, no, this is a small key. Yeah. Need this small key. Yeah, yeah. That is one of the most dramatic rooms in the whole game. Every time. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna skip the mini-boss. I'm gonna Can teleport you? to the beginning of the dungeon so that I don't have to use a small key. Does that... You can get the boss key without yeah. beating the mini-boss? Yeah. You All don't right. need to beat the mini-boss in this dungeon, I don't think. Alright, it's your, it's your dungeon. Mm -hmm. Oh, you did a moonwalk right there. Oh yeah. The hookshot is extra satisfying versus these skeleton things. Because instead of killing them most of the time, you kill them all of the time. Yeah. It's just so nice. You can defeat cheap cheeps by jumping on top of them. And they turn upside down and drop. Until they fall off the map. It's pretty crazy. This is a tunnel I shouldn't have come down yet. Like the boss key? Yeah. I want to spend my small key so I don't waste it up elsewhere, though. That's not bad. Oh, you smushed him. Perfect. If you smush a Goomba, you get a heart. You a lot a of heart. people don't realize, but killing enemies different ways can yield different results in this game. Yeah. Well, I mean, we actually, we actually mentioned that in Dungeon 3, right? With the oh. bomb. Oh, yes, we did mention that. But just... I think a lot of people don't realize it when they're just playing casually. Maybe they do. So, I've obviously made a few wrong turns, but uh, just need to get that nightmare key. You know, I need to get to the, the cross-section room and then go left. Why are there bloopers in this game? Just because it's fun. Well, same reason there's Goombas and Cheep Cheeps. And... I was told that basically the reason that this has so many crossover elements is because, like, they did too much work before the person who's normally in charge of, like, brand cohesion or whatever the shit came and showed up. 
And so they didn't have a chance to be like, no, don't do weird stuff. You can't have an evil Kirby who's only killable by boomerangs. Yeah. Yeah, that would just be Why would there be an enemy like that? Yeah, so basically, at Nintendo, there's someone whose job it is to do, like, brand protection. And they're the... They're the worst of all the non-actively evil people on the planet. There are actively evil people that are worse. Like, if you're Elon Musk, um, but... But if all the passively bad people, that's the worst passively bad So now we can pass through this, now that we have that Nightmares key, and we've been sure to spend our small key wisely. Very sure to spend our small key wisely. Swing the sword already! <laughs> it was funnier not to, though. Oh my gosh. I aged five years watching you evade those sheep sheeps. Wait, uh, hit, hit him with the powder. I don't know that that works. I think it's just the boomerang. Oh. I think the, the thing we're thinking of is in dungeon six or seven, there's a specific room with two unlit torches, and if you light both of those with powder, then the two bubbles who are circling around the torch banks are susceptible or they, they instantly became fairies rather. But it's just in that one location? Yeah, and then okay. normally it's you use the boomerang to turn stuff into fairies. I'm gonna walk around in the circle with the tail so that... Yeah, after this boss I definitely wouldn't even think the sword upgrade would help that much against stuff. I guess it does... It would make the bird go faster. And it helps to um, push around um, Bemos. Oh, so uh, the nature of his boss... Oh, not Bemos, I meant uh, Wizrobes. Tisk Tisk, you don't even know what's kind of island this is! <laughs> what a fool! <laughs> The nature of his boss is that it's like um, a hole in the ground has this tail that comes up and sort of wiggles around the room at you, and then through the walls comes the head of the snake, and then you use the hookshot to pull out the head and hit the base of its neck, which is where its heart is located. Um, it's really cool because when you pull the head out of the wall with the hookshot, the tail like visibly retracts down into the into the hole in the ground in a really satisfying way. So now we're on our way to uh, the face shrine. The face shrine, which is nearby, relatively speaking. But we're actually going to go back to the village. Oh, okay. Because uh, we can get the Song of Awakening right now and advance the trade sequence. Oh, yeah, yeah. Moonwalk. 2021 Blackjack. Those are the best two hands in Blackjack. 20 and 21. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was uh, another... another knowledge fight meme every time they say a date that has 2021 in it they race to say blackjack gotcha in, in, in an uno like scenario 
But since one of them is the one that always announces which day of the year of Infowars they're covering, um, then <laughs> he always gets it. My god. Or at least he usually gets it. Red alert, red alert, red alert. Red alert, red alert, red alert. That really bonkers song that they have, um... I almost couldn't believe... I gotta go to Mr. Right, that's what I'm thinking of. Um, I almost couldn't believe that all the audio for that came from the first um, Knowledge Fight episode. It's crazy. Because it sounds like it has so many sound clips that are from different places, but it's all from like the same 30-minute clip. Well, isn't... Some of it sounds like it's not even uh, Alex Jones talking in the mixes. I'm pretty sure it's all from that one radio broadcast, though. Oh my gosh. Interesting, if true. Because um, I thought some of it sounded quote. Just listen to the first episode of the podcast. I'm pretty sure it's all... Okay. I'm not going to yeah. get those things that increase your capacity for different things. Like, 60 bombs would be nice. Yeah. But, just kind of, um, arbitrarily I'm deciding I don't want to stop for it. We're just deciding... Gotta talk to Mr. There's Wright. a bat who shot. What's this? A letter for me? I'm so happy. And look, the letter came with a photograph. The photograph looks like Princess Peach, not like the hippo that sent this letter. But it says Christine. Yes. Well, it looks like all I, I have is... I don't think it's a hippo that How'd sent that this letter. I thought it was like one of the goat women. Or was it a goat? I think it's a goat woman. It was an animal creature from from Ave Village. I, I do not recall if it was a hippo. From or Animal a Village. Animal Village. I think the hippo is the model for the artist. That's the hippo. Mm -hmm. So the broom lady is either in Mabe Village or Animal Village, but I'm just gonna check Mabe Village real quick. What else was I gonna do down here? Hmm. Go to Animal Village real quick. Oh, no, I was going to do the, get the song. Try on trying to jump three holes. That's that's three threes. Because jump is spelled also with three letters. Yeah, jump has three letters. Yeah. So we're in what's called lovingly the sign maze, and what makes it a maze is that there's a bunch of signs that say go this way, and then you have to go and look at the sign on the next screen. But also it wherever it said. If you read the same sign twice, you will mess up your sequence. Yeah, you have to read exactly only the signs that it says, not any other sign at any other time. Because all the other signs say that you screwed up and they reset the maze. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Whoa, that was a close one. Go down. Go to the east. Up. 
left. South. East. There's so many underground enemies this way. Great, you did it. Your reward is this way. Alright, so we gotta go, and then we go down underground. And there's a freaking giant frog! What the heck? Well, but this is an underground Tokyo slash New York Rivet. concert. Rivet! I'm on Vogels! Don't say that to everybody knows me. Wanna hang around and listen to us jam for 300 rupees? We'll let you listen to a previously unreleased cut. What do you do? I pay. It's the last boss of Mario 2. Oh, what game is this? This is uh, Zelda Link's Awakening. A bit more than halfway through. We finally have we a have single one person, in chat. person viewing. Uh, I don't recognize you using it. Interesting. We have a, 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 a new friend. A random viewer. Random viewer. Yeah, this is Link's Awakening for the Game Boy Color. Link's Awakening DX, I guess. Yeah. This is the color version of the game on the Game Boy Color. Well, I'm just going to teleport. It'll be faster than walking. Oh! <sighs> Nick, you can't go around naming yourself Nick with just other numbers after it each time. Come on. Friends, this is my good friend Nick12, who is um, a Rust programmer, but apparently Nick12 is a... Yeah, no, no, I I, rec I I remember who you are now, Nick. I just didn't remember that I don't Nick know how much with audio not a 12 like after is. his name would also be Nick12. Um... Schrodinger's Nick, 12 and 97 at the same time. Okay, okay, I can accept that. I don't know why I'm... I'm, I'm just letting myself get <laughs> distracted by this conversation. Okay. Back to the matter at hand. Nick, theoretically we're recording this for an audio-only podcast. Um... But and you're just getting talked to. You're yeah. just getting talked at. But so far we've been going for... OBS says an hour and 52 minutes. And... We've gone through a good portion of the game. I think the game will be over... In under four hours. I don't know that under three... I think it'll be a little over three. That's a good amount of game left. Yeah. Nick, I'm afraid I don't have any Twitch bots. Uh, I'm just looking at the numbers on OBS itself. Um, if you if you wanted to program a Twitch bot in Rust, of course, then I could put it on my little server thingy, and I could make it join this channel, and it could do whatever the bot would do. Wait, I need to go over here and hook shot across. 
Can you close the window? Oh yeah. I don't know what's happening out there, but there's a a cadre. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Fourteen people in that squad. Yeah, I don't use stream elements or anything, so I don't have any fancy commands. Because my average viewer count is something like .08. I feel um, like when I do it, it's usually zero. Yeah. Well, I mean, the main reason that it's usually zero is that we don't tell anyone that we're streaming. Um, it's so. important to not tell anybody. Yeah, it's important to not tell anyone. They might watch this. Yeah, what if they watch this? Ridiculous. Um, the Face Shrine is a high-quality place, and I love it. And it's um, got all these statue knight things, and the look of the statues... These are the Armos. Yeah. The look of them is really good because they have, like, a gap where the face should be. So it looks like they've got sort of, like, hoods and, you know. Um, there are certain areas of the game where the um, shield is much more powerful, and this is one of them. You don't need the bow to get in here. You just need the shield. Nick is reminding me of the time that I streamed without looking at chat, which is true. I did that um, in the past. Not with video games, but with uh, with Rust programming. I would stream to Twitch and then not actually pay attention to the chat at once. Um, I, got, I got raided. I was one of the only programmers on it at one particular time, and I got raided by Jonathan Blow. And Really? Yeah. Jonathan Blow finished up a programming stream, raided to my stream, and I was ignoring chat, and so I didn't talk to any of them. That's crazy. That's really funny. Um, but because of that, like, it, it, like, in your Twitch achievements or whatever, it lists the biggest raids you've ever gotten, and so there's, like, a 208-person raid or whatever it was, um, that I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna beat that. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that you can kill this guy with... With spin attacks. attacks. Oh my you can't gosh! Kill him with your normal sword until he's on his last format. Oh, this is nuts. Oof. Oh, that's quite the hit. He does a lot of damage, doesn't he? he does a whole ton of damage. Um. I'm not going to be watching the cutscene. Do you not even have? The bow at all? Have you not bought the bow yet? I haven't bought the bow. Ah, uh, okay. I was going to complete the trade sequence real quick. And then... I've been skipping a lot of stuff, so... Now, there's a secret seashell. Um, did Where? you get the one off the tree? Oh, uh, right, okay. 
off the tree? Uh, yeah, yeah. Go over to the right and then go up. And I'm pretty sure if you, if you, yeah. Oh, it's a fairy. I'm sorry. Funny you mentioned that. We had been talking about the Switch remake earlier. Yeah, yeah, there's a Switch remake of this, which both of us are lukewarm. kind of, yeah, lukewarm about. Leia warm, you might say. It's not, like, the worst thing ever, but it's just not what I want. <laughs> it wasn't Pokemon Sword and Shield bad, but it was wow. a little bit disappointing. Um... I pretty much need the bow before I go into, uh... Hey, it's the old woman! Yahoo! Yahoo! A new broom for me! This isn't it, isn't it? And then you give her the broom. Okay, in return you can have this fishing hook I found when I swept by the riverbank. And, um... What will the fishing hook become? We just don't know. Excellent. Excellent! Whoa. That was getting a little too dangerous. There we go. Uh, I don't think you can jump off, can you? You can jump off the side there. Oh. Um, but there's a secret seashell up here. Um, pretty sure. Yeah. yeah! It was nearby, but not quite exactly where you'd expect. Oh, what's that you have in your hand? It's not a fishing hook, is it? You'd better let me have it. I'll give you my next catch if you let me have it. Keep your eyes open and watch a pro at work. Haha, that's a big one. Actually, maybe I don't need the bow. The hook became a necklace. Lucky. What enemies only die to the bow? Um, well, the bow helps fight the ghosts that appear and disappear. Yeah, but I'm going to kill them with bombs for the most part. Okay, and then the bow... Ah, that's it! That's my necklace! Give it! Give it back! I'll give you a scale, as I said. Promise you'll only take one. You turned the necklace and got a scale of the mermaid's tail. How will you use this? Oh, she, like, goes away completely? She will sit on the rock later if you, um, go back, but I... Yeah, that's a bit... I thought I remembered her sitting on the rock. Um... Maybe there's nothing that exclusively dies to the bow. Are there puzzles that we need the bow for in specifically six? Like the face shrine? There is an eight, but I don't know about six. Put the missing scale in the mermaid statue. And then it slides to the side. This cave's full, that room's full of enemies. Yeah, it's full of um, invisible versions of the uh, dream shrine bouncy enemy. dream shrine monsters, yeah. 
Also and they hit pretty shots. hard. They do. Um, so the magnifying glass mostly lets you see the one guy who has the boomerang, right? Is that... Yeah, you can also read um, what your game's pattern is for the final dungeon. Well, it's not even a dungeon, really. The final maze. Just the maze, yeah. Okay. So, let's try and do six, and if I need the bow, I need the bow. Okay. Saves a good deal of time. Unless I need it. Well, I don't think you need it. Um... I will say that when I played the Zelda Randomizer, this was one of the most annoying parts. This cave? Well, it wasn't this cave, it's the thing. Like, the way the way that all the doors hooked up together was just kind of wacky. Um, it was, like, close to the normal way, so that you'd get confused and think it was the normal way, and then it wouldn't quite be, and you'd be like, ah. I getcha. Level 6, Face Shrine. So this shrine is full of faces. That's the theme. You get it? Faces. Um, so this room has some enemies that are invisible. And then they they revisify and they shoot a blast. And you you can get them with a the bomb, but like the timing is feels a little weird. You have to do it like as they're disappearing. for a unnecessary item. No, it's not even an item. It's a beak location. It was a beak location. Here is the dark room, and you have to light it up. No. You need to kill four slimes. I, I'm pretty sure you, you have to light it up. There's no way to get through that room without, without lighting it up. <laughs> Clearly. It's just impossible. Couldn't possibly do it. Um, so are these supposed to be like the underground version of those fairy creatures, or are they just weird other creatures? I think they're weird other creatures. Okay. And I like that they're weird. They're black and yellow speckly. Oops, I think I was too early. Nope. Oh. Yeah, it was. They need to be gone, gone. They need to be gone, gone. Now, here we get the most unfortunate part of this game, is that there's a bracelet, and it upgrades to level 2. Um, and as we spoke the other day, items that upgrade to level 2 versions themselves are the least interesting items in Zelda games. Just an unfortunate truth. I still think it depends. Um, the L2... like. I think of the rock's cape as basically being an L2 rock's feather. That's fair. Um... Okay, but like, is the level 2 bracelet really that interesting? Ah. No, I think the level 2 bracelet's bad. 
I need to, um... And then in this room, I think you have to have, yeah, leave a bomb and just switch it here. something in there. Um, probably. There we go. There's a thing to the outside up here, I think. Oh, no, it's more north than I thought. I don't, I think that's unnecessary. The thing to go outside? No, the, that chest right there. Oh. Same with that one. Oh, hey, the, the night heads. Aren't you excited about the night heads? Don't joke. <laughs> Alright, this might take two bombs. They might be two out of sync. Nice. Excellent. In uh, Dungeon 8, I definitely need the bow, not just for that key, because you don't need all the keys, but... Okay for the bomb arrows. I don't remember where you have to use bomb arrows. You're not required to use bomb arrows, but it reduces the number of keys you need. Ah! Hundred rupees! You're happy! And then this is a secret seashell. <laughs> So, the way these work, friends, is that there are these two little horse heads, like, like night. Night chest piece looking things. Night chest piece looking things. And, and you pick them up and you throw them. And when you throw them, they land and bounce and have a chance of landing upright. And you have to pick them up and throw them until they both land upright. Nothing about how you throw them in any way influences how they land. It's just pure randomness that you pick them up and throw them repeatedly until they... There's like no danger, it's just a waste of your time. I wouldn't mind if there was some sort of skill element to it. It's like, oh, the trick is to be standing directly against a wall, and then and then it works. That'd be cool, right? You know, something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I like how it is actually in the remake because they switch that puzzle to be that they do night movement chess piece moves when you throw them, and then you have to get them to land on the right um, uh, floor panels. Oh. So there's like actual interesting stuff going on. Okay. Yeah, that would work. That would be. That's that's the that's the fix that the remake issued. The one good thing. There's a few good things. I think it's just one. So, um, it's better to be near the bottom because technically, when their shadow hits the wall, they break. But they only hurt you if the actual body of the square hits you. 
That is bizarre. Well, it's just due to the way the height mechanics work in this game. So I need to go down here now, um, so that I can... I need the stupid, uh, feather, but I'm not gonna do that right now. Boom. Four! If you don't go... If you don't go here first, then you have to fall down the, um... You have to fall down the floor above after having taken a long, like, arduous journey to get up there. Yikes. And, um, get this small key. I dislike that idea. You have to know to come here first. Then the mini boss, when you fight a doge. Oh, I guess it's in the next room. No! This uh, is the cutest mini boss. It's a little tiny dog that goes, whoa, whoa! And then there's a ball, and you pick up the ball and throw it at the dog. And um, if, if you're really good at it, you can get them all four times like that. Yeah, if, if the dog gets to the ball before you get to the ball, he'll pick up the ball and throw it at you. So it's just a deadly game of catch, really. Maybe a deadly game of dodgeball, I guess we'd call it. So here's another tiles. I think you can just hold your shield, honestly. That's, I mean, as an alternate. I mean, look. That would involve switching items. Couldn't switch items. Um. leads to the boss room. Oh. This is a faster check. I'm hoping I'm not going to the boss room now instead of toward the nightmare key. That would be terrible. This room is horse head based. If you mess up the first one, it's even worse, because you have to throw the second one, and you know that there's literally no chance for you to <laughs> get the puzzle. It really is, of course. Okay, so this is underground. It's a Pegasus Boots room. There are thwomps that look nice when you're far away, but they look mean when you get close. They go from blue to red. Blue to mean. Um, but if you just Pegasus Boot past, they're not the most reactive so they get you. So there's a secret way to kill these guys with the ocarina playing the Marin song because in the original game that they were in, Zelda 1, 
You could kill them by blowing into the microphone on the Japanese version. The, the microphone? The mm -hmm. NES had a microphone? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that, like, did not make it to America. Whoa. Yeah, like the Pole's voice, you kill them with a microphone-based attack. I thought you were just gonna say that you killed them with a whistle or something. No. Maybe that's possible, but I don't know. Alright, we've defeated one of the bomb Dodongos. I think this Link has never met a real Dodongo, and so his dream version of a Dodongo is just these weird black worms. I think there may be Dodongos in Zelda 3. And I think this is supposed to be the Zelda 3 Link, although he doesn't have er, pink hair. Or purple hair. Well, it faded in the ocean water, William. Oh. Yeah. You gotta you got upkeep that shit. Or Actually, now that I'm looking at it, you just can't see his hair, can you? Well, yeah. Actually, well, no, he, he has black see, hair. He's got, yeah, he's got a tuft of black hair coming out of that hat. Nightmare key! And, I mean, the reason that he's got the black hair is because he's got uh, white skin and black hair so that you can use white and black in the rest of his outfit. And then green highlights on the clothes because Game Boy Color sprites only had uh, a three-color palette. Although the Game Boy Color allowed for an incredible number of colors, it only would allow three at a time in a given object. Although I think I, I think I did the math one time and like, I think you, you, if you, if all you wanted to do was display a different color in every single pixel off the screen, I think you can do that. Hmm. Like it's pretty if, crazy. If you wanted to program a ROM to do that, you could end up doing that. Um, yeah. So you end up having to go through this a couple times, but you have to go through it an extra time if you mess up and don't get that key before proceeding yet. Yeah. In this room, if you defeat the little pulsar thingy, then that actually hinders you. Kind of. I think it makes the room easier. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, it, it means the green slimes don't automatically get pulled in. So this hey, is... this is the room with the, with the thingies that turn into fairies. Mm-hmm. And I totally skipped an annoying room I was worried I would go into. Maybe it's in the seventh dungeon, actually. I'm thinking of it, it's, um, like a back and forth where you hey, keep having Hey, need a hint? My weak point is, whoops, there I go, talking too much again. So, um, Actually. I don't understand how this is supposed to be, like, a dangerous thing. After he throws all the tiles at you, isn't that, like, the end of his ability to harm you? He starts opening holes, but I think if you stand in the center of the room, he literally can't hit you with that. Yeah, that's the thing. I got the timings all wrong over and over again on this. Yeah, you can kill him before he even uses all his projectiles. Okay, listen up. If the windfish wakes up, everything on this island will be gone forever, and I do mean everything. Even your girlfriend.
I think this is the faintest of the instruments. Hmm, maybe. Mountain, something calls from the mountains. need the arrows in Dungeon 7, right? Mm, I sure don't think so. I think... And on Dungeon 8, I'm gonna get the warp point, go back for the bow, then come back in with the bow. Okay. That works. Do you think that's a... I don't think that you need the bow soon enough in Dungeon 8. Like, I don't remember that you absolutely need the bow ever. You just have to go around. For you need the bow for the last boss. You need it for the eye, oh, for the eye switch in the eye eight, as well. Oops. Okay, so I need to. I'm going up here, but I don't even have the chicken. I forgot to get the chicken. I can't believe you forgot to get the chicken. Well, now you can get the bow. And now you don't have to think about whether or not you need the bow. Well, I'll need to get money if I need if I want to finish getting the bow. I wasn't going to steal it. Well, you can just um trend the game a little bit. Eh, I suppose I can. You're at your date 30. Yeah, but that's a lot of trendy gaming. You get, what, 40 per trendy game? Yeah, I'm gonna go to the swamp. I know yeah. there's a treasure chest that has at least part of the money I need. Yeah. Oh! And if I can get in here, can this burn down? No. Probably this can't either. Oh, cool, it can. So. Yeah, I can do one round of turn again. And I'll have the uh, boomerang and stuff too.
Come on. There we go. There. Extra one anyway. Nine fifty one. Nine eighty one. Shop. Bow and arrow set, only nine hundred and eighty rupees. Thanks a lot, and come again. How many secret seashells do we have? 16? Does, is that tree a shell or is it a fairy? I know it's something. I'm I think it's a sure fairy. It's uh, I'm gonna get the shell near the dungeon one. Oh yeah. Can you think of any other shells that I should be... There's a chest just inside the woods. Is that a heart piece or a shell? It's a shell, but I got it. shell in the tree near where you jump into the sign maze. I don't think so. Well, actually, yeah. Just north of it. You're right, you're right. I was just trying to think if I should keep the shovel to keep digging, or if I should just... I'm going to get the boomerang now. Oh. Yeah, boomerang now is the boomerang. The strongest item in the game. The strongest item in all games. It's the only item that can kill Kirby. That's true. I mean, it sounds like a weird meme, but it's just literally true. Yeah. It's just factual. Wait, I needed to go back to the village. Why? Why do we do these things? Well, because the heart of speed is to go, go so slow. fast. You go so fast, you go slow. Okay. I think there's a piece in here. Oh no, that was a dig piece. Whoops! Right after I talk about... Okay, no 
I'm slightly concerned we won't get the last three shells. Are they all... I guess in the mountains there's probably enough. Yeah. Whoa! Careful there, pal. I have become heartless. So we push aside the rooster windmill statue. And then we use the frog song. And we found a statue of an ancient uh, creature. An ancient flying rooster. Legend says that the flying rooster was buried under the, uh, what are they called? Wind. The windmill. It's not a windmill. The uh, weather vane? The weather vane. The rooster vane. And now so I find a blue rooster. have the power. The power of a rooster. And now it's going to follow us around until we beat the seventh dungeon. Which for a, a young me would be a reason enough to skip the seventh dungeon and go right to the eighth one. Well, I mean, honestly, yes, that's correct. Should um, I do that? You have to at least get the mirror shield, I think. No, you don't. Oh, can you just... You can glitch through if you have Crazy Tracy Medicine, which I have. Alright, 8th Dungeon it is. Hmm. Actually, I kind of want to get the 7th Dungeon out of the way, because it is rather, um... arduous. Alright. I used to not like to, because uh, using the Fire Rod makes the... Um, Seventh Dungeon's boss a lot easier, and that's the hardest boss in the game. But I'll just face him. Oops, didn't mean to come up here. Wrong stairs. part of the game is really cool because you have normally to switch between the jumping and the lifting powers so getting in some places is difficult but when you have the rooster the lifting power is also the jump power but then who was phone mm -hmm. um so one of the things i really like about these uh cave systems is that every time you get a dungeon item you can get further in this cave system and find out more and more secrets but it holds the last two dungeons, so you can always make more progress in Telltale Heights until the end. It's really the best. Um, a plus chef gifts design. Plus then there's the music. I don't know. I don't know. How, how did it happen? Are we going to get that? Yeah, I'm going to go up here. bomb through a secret wall to go upstairs. There's a bunch of uh, chests. I don't need rupees anymore. I'm here for the um, secret seashell. What a psycho. Skipping out on all the rupees. Oh! 
Yeah, you have to come back this way, and then you can activate all five chests on the same run, and then get the full hundred rupees, not just, like, however many twenties you pick up. Hmm. That's the secret to that puzzle. To opening all five chests. I thought that as soon as you left the room, having ever having entered the room, having set the chests no matter what. But maybe that's just in the Switch version? Mm, so I'm pretty certain that it's once you've opened one chest, then if you leave the room, all the chests are open. Well, I knew about that, but I, I, I felt like in the Switch version, it just reset all of them. Maybe it does. I, I don't know. I've only played through it once. We didn't get the key. Oh lord. You're gonna have to... Go up to the top and drop down. Oh, okay, that's not as bad as I was thinking. I was thinking you're gonna have to mambo's mambo. No. It's not great, but if I go down this track? Nope, that was the wrong one. Oh no. That was a big waste of time. Fiddlesticks. So, I've wasted like five straight minutes in the last time here. Well, the impressive part is that you wasted five minutes and only two minutes. No, speed my strats. Oh, did I? No. <laughs> no, the, the joke is that I'm saying that you wasted... No, I wasted more time than it actually passed. I was just wondering right. if that only... I, I can't tell how much time is passing. Oh, yeah, no, that was not... I don't think that was five minutes. Maybe four, but I don't feel like it was too long. Plus, it lets us hear the Tall Tall Highs music, so you win some, you lose some. Plus, this represents the number of times that I would have uh, gone into this place as a child, over and over again, with each new dungeon. Yeah. And it's fairly quick with the rooster. Yeah. You gotta go up the stairs first, I think. That sounds right. And then you cross the bridge. Now who kills Tektites? It's you! Were you killing Tektites before? Remember when you were playing Majora's Mask and I, I said that I always kill Tektites on sight and you said that you ignore them? I ignore a lot of things in this game. Come on! There you go. Do you, are you seeing this? I am seeing this. That's the stupidest rooster mode I've ever seen. Hookshot your way around this, you dummies! The funny thing is that the speedrun strat is literally like a jump into hookshot where you use the fact that you can only fall down the center of one of these holes to just keep perfect moving. 
So you, you move along the grid lines just right? Yeah, you, you jump and you're hookshotting to like change directions and not fall, because it also like holds you in place, kind of. Right. That is wild. And That's then you wild. like perfect timing jump or whatever. We don't have time to gather a rooster to help us. Think of all the time we could be wasting by going down the wrong track. <laughs> wow. I love this spooky cave tune. It's so good. I think what makes it so good is that you only listen to it like 12 to 20 seconds at a time. And it's got a really good loop that is perfectly suited for just little tiny short caps of when you step in and step out of a cave. I think we'll beat seven, and then it'll basically all be smooth sailing from there. Also, we could have, if we had done eight first, we could have done eight, then once we beat seven, go right out into four. That's true. Oops. Wonder if... Hey, you can kill the wizard ghosts with, uh, with a vase throw. Key. Key and door. I think I'm probably going to use this a couple times. Alright, I didn't explain. Uh, so we got a metal, we got a steel ball, and you get the steel ball and you throw it against these pillars that are supporting the part of the tower. 
And we learned how to use the steel ball against the sub-boss for Dungeon 6, the face shrine. Yeah. Um... Oh, that's slick. And see, that is literally impossible in the remake, because they put an extra block there. I forgot, I need to... Um... Come in. Can you Get boomerang it? out of here. Oh, you're right. I can boomerang. I'm like, what are you doing? You got the boomerang. I forgot I had the boomerang. Um, so you get the steel ball, and the steel ball is used to destroy four pillars in the um, third floor. Did you Whoa! see that? Oh my Whoa! god. That was nuts. Oh my gosh. I'm going to defeat that pillar. I've never seen it work so well. So what happened, friends, is that there's these bird creatures that like show card suits constantly, and when you hit them, they freeze on a card suit, and then you get, like, they don't actually die unless all three of them stop on the same card suit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And by throwing a stone pillar when they're all close to close enough to each other, it hit a damage box against all three simultaneously, and they just they just all flashed out. It was. The... I need to make sure I kill. That was MV. That was the pro play. That was the best play. That was uh, Master Chief as he appears in the books, but for this game. <laughs> yeah, Master Chief as he appears in the books um, of this run. This run won't be able to contain a better move than that one. How about my moonwalk? It's true, the moonwalk is pretty good. See, I was gonna do the other one first that didn't require me to get this chest, but then. But then you got that chest. Then that happened. You got a bomb. Way to go! And once they're all dead, there's like a time limit for how long the chest will it's last. It's like a room. It has to do something with like exiting and entering some type of room, or maybe it's like exiting to the outside, because there are like sub exits in this dungeon. Because just like in six, to get an outside treasure. Right, right. This right. one it comes out. This whole complex is below the river rapids. Or no, the the dungeon six one was. This one's yeah. to the north of it. To the north of everything. Maybe this one doesn't have. I don't a... think this has an exterior. Okay, I'm I'm just being crazy. I thought there was an exterior on this one, but there ain't. like I was afraid of a guy who I could kill with the boomerang. See, like, they're back. I think it has to do with falling to the previous floor. Yeah. So anyway, they're the most annoying monster in the <laughs> universe if you don't get them right. You have the to defeat them, then um, not fall. Also, it's funny, because the way you get the steel ball in here is you affect this before you come in, and then it will maintain its location when you come back. Even though you can't actually go up into the room if you do that. Wait, what? You can just drop it and then it keeps it there? Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Life hacks. Just drop a steel ball wherever you want it to go.
Wait. Oh my god, I'm so silly. I should have gone all the way up here before, but, um, anyway. The tower collapse. Boom, boom, boom. And now, it just, some of the rooms are just eliminated. Some people think it's too bad that, um, you can defeat this area and have never seen the third and fourth floor, or, like, the third floor, how it initially appears, but yeah, I wait, think it's fine. Isn't there a chest if you go up? Yeah, but I think it's, like, money or the map. I don't think there's a secret seashell in here. There's the shield. Which of these? Oh, you have the altar shield. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I remember when I played this on Switch, I played for, like, half an hour of trying to figure out how to get the advanced shield. The shield's right here. It's in that room. Then it was a key or something. There was there was a thing that I needed to get. I keep forgetting, like, half of this dungeon, like, a full half is stuff that is um, extra content, and there's all these extra keys that you don't have to use um, that give you vantage points and stuff. It's really interesting. It's helpful for learning how to get around in the dungeon, but it, um... Oh yeah, and the nightmare key is just fighting the sub-boss to get it. This guy, you have to kill all his dudes on one round. You pretty much need the sword to do it. I'm gonna stand here and try and do it like this. I think you can do it like that. One, two, three, four, five. Oh! One, he like one, didn't five. even aim toward me. Move a little to the right. Yeah. It depends on their formation, though. Oh! One, two, three, four, five, six. You dirty rat! You, you beat my brothers! You'll pay! I'll never turn! Forget you! He says three... He, well, he's he was about to say, like, you killed my brothers, and then he says beat after, like, stammering to get the word kill out. Classic. Nightmare key. When I played the randomizer version of this, I had to get through that without the sword, and it was the worst thing in the world. Were you, like, hookshot fighting or something? Yeah, it was like... I, I, I failed it to do it, like, friggin' 50 times or something, before finally managing to luck out and get it. This is... I mean, obviously you can do seven faster, but given that it's like the most maze-like, most confusing, winding dungeon, I think this is a pretty slick go-through. Yeah, no, no, that was good. And that showed off some speed tricks that I've never seen before, and it went pretty fast because of the lucky uh, steel throw. Oh, yeah. I'm going to use the boomerang. You should you put on the shield. Yeah, probably. Dang it. What the? I think it doesn't come out fast enough. No, I'm going to get him with this. Does it not hurt him? Is he unwounded by the boomerang? Yeah. Yeah, he's unwounded. That's surprising. I didn't remember that. Alright, here we go. Hookshot hits. I'm gonna die and then the medicine will bring me back. But it won't be a game over. Oops. 
There's a medicine in Dungeon 8, so it's fine. I like how the extra damage that I didn't survive uh, spilled over. Ooh. That was funny how long I was suspended. It was. So, the thing that makes this boss hard is that he has an attack where he'll blow, he'll blow wind blow against you, like a Tom Waits. And, um, all, like, the secret is that you just have to hold your shield. The mirror shield. Hold the mirror shield to block the feathers and then walk in the, against the wind. That's it. That's all you have to do. But if you, for example, try to get cute and use the, um, use the feather to jump into the wind or something, then you will get blown off. And every time you fall back down, it resets all the damage he's taken. Also, this guy looks just like the bird boss from um, Mario Land 2. And given that we've seen the Super Mario Brothers 2 uh, final boss as a guy who teaches you a frog song. Yeah. Oh no. The problem is if you don't react to it like instantly, it still blows you off. You have to be close enough to the middle is the thing. Is he just done with his old style attack? I'm used know. to fighting him with the fire rod, so I'm not used to there being... You know you can use a sword, right? Yeah, but... I don't want to keep switching back and forth. Probably the bow does more damage than this. Well, I would just use the sword just because it offers the best control. Hmm. Feathers deflected. You see, the thing is, when he's not doing it, when he's doing the other uh, jump attack, it's actually better to give more room between you and him. Come on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're just supposed to use the sword. I just want to do this, Dale. Alright, alright. Maybe just imagine that I'm not going to change it, regardless of what you say. <laughs> alright, I'm, I'm, you don't have to change it. Oops. My energy gone! I lost! You lost too, and the windfish wakes. Same as me, you are in the dream. Alright, Dale, do you remember? Is it the right or left leap down that. The middle one is gonna go into the water.
This is where Sid Mar, right? Mm -hmm. Although if I go to the right here, I think I can get uh, one of the last two seashells I need. Also, you can save Marin in a funny way. Where... Found a secret seashell. I wonder if there's actually something on the end here. No, it's only a dig spot, if, I think. Anything. Yeah. We don't have our poor little shovel. The funny way to save her is to do a, um, uh, Pegasus Boots jump to the center. I'm even gonna try and do it. Yeah, that was a surprise. Lydia, thank you. Say, Lydia, uh, I don't know how to say this, but... Marin! Huh? Tarin? Oh, never mind. I gotta go. And then she just walks... <laughs> over the gap. He walk, walks over the gap. Hoot, that girl sang her song in front of the egg. Her ballad of the windfish is a song of awakening. Did she actually intend to wake the windfish? The next siren instrument is the west. Play your melodies so the unliving stones might hear. Show your courage. The windfish waits. Hoot! There's a heart piece bombable if you bomb right there. But I'm not gonna get it. You madman. Here's for all the rupees. Now we can buy the bow, right? Isn't that convenient? Mm -hmm. I am going to upgrade my arrows so that in the last fight I can't screw up and not have enough. <laughs> the bomb is the most use useful upgrade throughout the game, but... I'm hey, kid. This. You woke me up from a fine nap. Thanks a lot, but now I'll get my revenge. Are you ready? I'll let you carry more magic powder. Hee-hee, <laughs> are you ready? Okay, I'll let you carry more bombs. Hee-hee-hee, <laughs> are you ready? Okay, so it was set on the right setting at the start. Fine, I'll let you have more arrows. Heh, <laughs> are you ready? He zaps you with a beam of light. Ning. <laughs> you deserve it. Now look at all that junk you have to carry. Ha, take care. See you again. Now your quiver is twice as big. 60 arrows. He's like the Mad Hatter, but also he's a bat. So his Japanese official character name is the Mad Batter. I don't see why that shouldn't be his 
American official name. It also is that. I, I just don't understand. I just think that's not a good name. The Mad Batter. Alright, so we have an Eternal Flamethrower, which sounds like when you call it that, it sounds like a Pikmin fart. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you just you walk up with the mirror shield. If you have a small shield, it does it nothing. Do, it does nothing. But the mirror shield will mirror it, and by mirror we mean go, go to the side. That's how mirrors work, right? They send light sideways. Mm -hmm. There's like a skip where you can jump right to where the head is at the beginning of the fight or something and get past it. I don't know how it works though. I wonder if the boomerang affects this guy. I think he might be sword only. But I want to try other methods. Well, hold on. See, let him move around. Maybe he's opponent with everything right now. No, okay. okay. There's one hit there. I think he's sword only. Okay, in the remake he's like a bomb enemy. Maybe he's susceptible to bombs in this as well. I think he was just about to stick his neck out. That's annoying that most cases in this game when you dis when you defeat an enemy, Turtle Rock, we defeated the turtle head and now we're in the rock. Uh, most enemies when you defeat them, they're no longer a damage box, but this character still is. I think this is like a map or something. Yeah, map. It is the map. At last, you got a map. Press the start button to look at it. I think you could have gone through there. It's just the pea house in the way. No. I mean, there might be a way to get the bricks to move, but there's... The legitimate ways don't work. Like, you can't just push up on one of those bricks. Oh. Like, you have to do one of those good, you have to do one of those trick pushes where you're pushing it from a side you're not actually on. Oh. So it's huh. like possible, but I don't want to spend the time figuring out how to do the trick push. Oh. I, I just thought Stone Beak. There are three useless chests in each dungeon. Usually many more. In the form of rupees, but Actually, I should get the key from this room, even if I don't pass through it. spits you out, but I think it's not that bad. I don't remember I think where this, this is. is the compass room. I think this is near the southern edge oh, of the no. map, right? Yeah, it is. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 Another Hinox in the books. They start bringing back a bunch of the enemies that you faced as sub-bosses to be normal room enemies by the time you're in Dungeon 8. The way you beat this and a few other rooms in Dungeon 8 is there's... Um... A platform revealer. A, a mysterious object that looks kind of like a sponge. Or maybe a brownie. Or like a little pastry cake type thing. No, I get what you're saying. And yeah, you, yeah. you you push it, and then once you once it starts moving, then you can use the plus pad to direct it around. And you have to have it wiggle around the map to cover up all the holes in the map. And then once it does that, then it, it reveals a chest or whatever. It's neat when you're when you're looking at what can I make with this Game Boy's controls. It's a neat category of thing to make. Whoa, it sucked you in. Mm -hmm. Threw you back to the dungeon to start. So much faster than using the Mambo's Mambo. I didn't know that you could do that. That's wild. Murder town. I think it's straight. I think there is a, a breakable wall that you shouldn't find it. I think it's to the south of here. Or maybe, yeah, it's maybe over, it's... I think it's directly south of the lava. Oh, man. Alright, maybe it's not. I think it might be in the next room, though. Maybe not. Have you ever considered that maybe we're not pro gamers? Mm -hmm. I've considered that. Alright, this room is full of breakable rocks. Surely one of these will be a bomb, right? Well, friends, it turns out that when you break all the breakable rocks, you realize that the floor pattern itself is an arrow pointing at a spot on the wall 
which you can break through in the bomb. It's actually a really, a really clever piece of, uh, of room design. I love it. Mm -hmm. This room is an interesting uh, fight because there's two enemies that take multiple hits to kill, and the room is covered with cracked floors, so if you stand on any floor tile for more than just a fraction of a moment, then they'll break out from under you, so you have to constantly be on the move. Yeah. Here's where I was intending to uh, warp out of the dungeon when I had talked about it before. With the fourth warp that's mid-dungeon eight. Level eight, Turtle Rock. So this is an interesting fight because it's a fight versus two Durangos, but uh, the way that you have to do it is that you have to... Um, have to be in the upper zone of the room, because when the Dodongos die, a treasure chest will appear. However, the treasure chest will uh, reset when you go outside the dungeon to get to the upper section, so you have to fight by throwing bombs down from the balcony. Which is, again, I feel like they're pulling out all the stops in this one. Yeah, this is the best dungeon. Hands down best dungeon. And it's not just because it's the last dungeon. I think it's I feel like they made this one last after they were the most confident in their design techniques. Yeah. That would be my guess. I'm gonna get in here not through here, but through, um... Bomb... Um... Bomb arrowing north from... Different spot. Oops. It's that spot that we need the bow for. There's a statue, um, and you have to shoot the statue with a bow. And the the floor tile is lined up sort of toward the statue, but then the statue is across some lava, so you can't like directly go up and push it or anything. So you, re you realize you need to use the bow. That was a good jump. Mm. I have, I don't I didn't even know you could do that kind of a jump. It was like a knight's jump. It was one over, two up. I'm gonna teleport to the entrance. I think that'll be the. I really hope it doesn't teleport me to the stairs. I just came in and because I don't want to be there. Oh, I'm 99% sure you'll go to the entrance. Yeah. For it to teleport you back to the stairs you came in, it would have to be Oops. spending any amount of space remembering which door you came into the dungeon through. Which just does not seem like what would happen on a Game Boy Color game. I think the later Game Boy Color um, Zeldas did that, but this oh. initially was a Game Boy game, so... Fair enough. And they had not nearly as much RAM. I think the Game Boy Color could potentially have up to eight times the RAM of a Game Boy game. If they... Like, it had some of the RAM for that would be on the cartridge, so it made the cartridge more expensive. So they didn't actually do it that much, but it was, like, technically possible.
fighting a creature that is a boxer. I don't know if this is some sort of reference creature, but you fight a boxer. I've got to um, hit the crystal switch in the secret room that you can only get to by bombing through. Yeah. Um, defeating the, the monster gives you... Um... Access to the fire rod. However, you cannot. You have to have hit the crystal switch to lower some blocks. Hey! So you have to have activated the crystal switch. So you can Mambo's Mambo back to the start room now. Yeah, I'm just really close. Okay. I actually thought it would take longer to. Fire up the song and all. I think you would have gotten there faster at this point. Okay, well. I think the song, the song is pretty fast. Uh, I also had a good time, question mark? No, no, I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying, like, if you're, if you're genuinely concerned about speed, then I think that it would have been faster. But you can go either way. I want a good balance. We only need to... Our goal is under four hours. Yes. It looks like we're at 3.07, so we're totally on pace. This might not be the right one. This might be the one that leads to the boss. I'll be able to tell, I think. I think this is not the boss one because... Yeah. The boss one's, the second room of the boss one is the stairway. Yeah, the, like, difficult room. Yeah. Hey! This guy's immune to fire rod. This is the monster from... Dungeon 4. Dungeon 4. It's the same mini-boss. But now, we just have to uh, fight him... With, with lava around instead lava, of water. And there's less, yeah, there's less places for Link to maneuver. But um, it just means I get even more aggro on him. Yeah. Which I'm sure he's super happy about. This is the most difficult of all the slidey slide sponge puzzles. But it's still very easy. Yeah. Like if you're 12, then you might have to think about it a little bit. But it's, it's doable. You've got the nightmare's key! Now you can open the door to the nightmare's lair! So there's some stuff we haven't gotten, like, uh... uh I'm really gonna mambo. Um, like a chest that you have to get the small key by lighting two torches, but we, I think, have enough small keys because we skipped a bunch of uh, little optional things. Do you remember, is it over here? To get to the boss? Yeah, it's the other stairs that 
take you to an ice zone. I think it's right here. Yep. Yeah. So we go over. have to time this right, which seems like it would be really easy, but Link falls really fast. Okay. And he has like a wind-up animation. Normally I don't break the right side pillar of ice, and then it's a lot easier. Yeah. Brrr, this is walking solid ice, it's very cold. I hate that it does that message. It's gonna do it to me again. Crackle Foosh, you're finished! I'll never let you play the instrument to the sirens! So this enemy is a fire thing that jumps up out of the lava and falls back into the lava, and when it splooshes into the lava, it the, the lava splatter can hurt Link. Other than that, practically a formality. Not actually a difficult boss. That's the power of the fire rod. That's the power of the fire rod. Are there any bosses that are difficult? I think... Seven. I think seven and one. But he's one. not that difficult if you have the fire rod, because the fire rod's really powerful. Right. But I think People one... find two difficult, although um, once you know his patterns, he's really easy. Yeah, so one, two, seven, three is easy, four is easy, four... Five is easy. Six is oh, easy. Oh, yeah, I gotta beat four. You got the drums! They're the, I don't know, title drums or whatever it is. Some sort Thunder of drum. Thunder drums! Thunder drum. It's one drum. It's one drum? Hey, the package has been delivered. Let's go check. Okay. I need a final secret seashell. The package is a additional Nintendo Switch dock. Uh, it's actually like a dongle. Uh, it's going to go with a HDMI connector dongle, which will arrive later that um, Troy recommended to me. And then I will be able to put Nintendo Switch on my PC. And it basically works like a webcam. So it's we'll all well to... and good, but did you hear what I said? Uh, no. I need another secret seashell location. Um, hit the, um, um, the tree, the tree. Which one? The tree you just passed a few moments ago. That double tree? Double check it. I don't know if it's a seashell, but just, it's a tree, so you double check it. Okay, I really don't think it is, but... Oh yeah, that secret seashell that's possibly in the tree near the um, uh, signpost maze.
Uh, Mabe Village, uh, Mysterious Forest. Wait, uh, wait. Where, where are all the the tree bonks? Did you say there there is one in Mabe Village? No, no, no. I'm I'm going over the list of seashells. So we got the Mabe Village, the the cabbage field, mm -hmm. um, the mysterious forest chest, mm -hmm. the um, the shovel in the doghouse, mm -hmm. uh, dungeon one. There's one in dungeon one mm -hmm. on the wall. There's the one north of uh, dungeon three in the plus shape. There's the secret seashell in the house. Oh, I didn't. Oh no, I got that one actually, the plus shape and the one that you need the uh, flippers for. Yeah, and then there's the one to the side of the house. What What are you talking about? The side of the house? Uh, outside the the seashell mansion. Yeah. Okay, got that one. And then the one uh, uh, under under the village as, or under the villa as you go to the maze. Got it. There's a buried one in the graveyard area, kind of. I can go get. Um, I can switch out the um, no, boomerang it, yeah. for so the. This, this confirms that there's one in the Ukuku Prairie if you Pegasus boots the tree next to the phone. Then that's the one I shall do. Yeah. This is the easiest boss. <laughs> Before he even gets a chance to talk, I was already hearing him. He doesn't even. He does stuff. Like I just his... killed him too fast. Well, no, but like when his hitbox went into you, it didn't even hurt you. Well, that's because that part of his face doesn't hitbox. It's most of the rest of his body that hitboxes. That's his like hurt. He... That's where he gets hit, not where he hurts. Hmm. So I guess this is going to need some USB-C power, which it doesn't apparently doesn't come with. But I have a bunch of USB-C power devices. Bay, your road goes into the bay. Where do we do the... And we need to go to the village anyway. Because we need to look at the um, egg maze order. Interesting, I guess. It's nifty. <laughs> Alright. Well, we will use this when we have the HDMI converter to go with it. Alright, let me memorize this really quick. Right, up, up, right, up, up, right. Well, I got one of the easiest patterns. Okay. Okay. 
gonna get the L2 sword, and we can uh, go to the windfish's egg. Yeah, I mean, the L2 sword doesn't really change. But we just said Most we were going to get game. it, you know? I mean, yeah, you know, we said it. But, like, it doesn't, um... You tend to get it so late in the game that it kind of doesn't matter. I think it's reasonable to get between, like, Dungeon 5 and 6 or 6 and 7 sometimes, and then you can get the boomerang between 5 and 6 as well. I remember as a kid, I favored the, the fire rod, and you favored the L2 sword. And then we found the boomerang, and we were like, oh my god. We were both idiots. My job here is finished. Another cool cutscene. That reminds me of the, uh, the, the old birthday skeleton comic. I don't remember that. So Link picks up the level 2 sword, and it shines with power! You've got a new sword, you should put your name on it right away. And then you, um, now you shoot beams. Uh, whenever your hit points, whenever your hearts are full. Um, there was a comic that used to be, um, a, a really good meme comic where it's like little Timmy's birthday or whatever, and he's asleep in bed. And then this skeleton creeps up next to his, uh, his bed, and he says, Greetings, child. I am the birthday skeleton. What do you wish for? And little Timmy's, like, creeped out, and he's like, uh, uh an Xbox? And he just says, the contract is sealed, and then disappears again. Good. Gotta lift that rock. Let's look at what really on that good. percentage was. Pretty good. We didn't do the rapids, but we didn't saw almost everything right. else. We didn't see to the right of Taramba Beach or whatever. We saw almost all the squares because of how careless I was with my movements. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We didn't see the stuff north of Mr. Wright's house. What's the, uh... What's the low map percent? Do you know? Oh, I don't know, but I remember there's a very... Like, you can skip a lot of tiles. Okay. Windfish, the Windfish's Egg, rather, reminds me of one of my favorite Game Boy games that I think is one of the most underrated Game Boy games of all time. Donkey um, Kong 94? No, not even a little. Okay. Um, Tamagotchi for Game Boy. Okay. So you're saying that you don't love hit, hit Game Boy game, Donkey Kong 94? I do love that game, but that's not exactly the point here. 
So, the final maze is a, is a series of identical rooms, and you have to go in the directions that the book tells you. Otherwise, you will just go randomly forever. And you need the magnifying lens to get the book, or to read that book. And if you do it correctly, then it finally drops you into uh, a battle room, and all the nightmares show up. First nightmare form is a, a globby glob. Globby glob glob. You gotta hit it with the powder. I forgot if we could do multiple powders, but I guess it doesn't hurt to... Looks like no. Yeah. Just three standard hits, no double hits allowed. We got an angam. Agonam. You can actually, you can do it from very, very close. It's not even a deal. It just makes it more dangerous if he fires off his non-bounceable shot. But I just don't. Like I have a lot of life. Yeah. I think it just sort of doesn't matter, right? Yeah. I have a life potion too, so I'm like, guaranteed to win. Maybe wow. he's just not gonna spit what I want. There we go. <laughs> hey, you know what? We never did the color dungeon. Yeah. Oh well. Alright, four hits. Tanks out. Ar Arganim. Aragorn. And then we have a, a sneaky dude. A Moldrum? A Molders. Are you trying to say a Moldrum? A Moldrum. A sneaky dude. The whole game is in slow mode. That's cool. It's called lag. Now there's like a traditional Ganon. Traditional Ganon. And what makes it cool is that you have to Pegasus boot charge into him. Standard standard sword does not work, it has to be Pegasus sword. I like this guy. I know you can kill him other ways, but my favorite way to beat him is he endlessly chases you. So you hold out your mirror shield, so he's force holding you into the wall, and then you place a bomb, and then he just, like, doesn't move to get out of the way of the bomb. And then the final, the final foe... He only takes 16 hits, and I know you can do, like, three or four arrows per eye open, but I'm always gonna screw it up. We got, like, three that time. I think you can do four. With perfect timing of a speedrunner. Strats of a true gamer. 
I always found it like pretty interesting that you kill the last boss with the arrows rather than the sword. Oh, um, even, I was thinking about it, even the, uh, Gomas at, in Dungeon 4, or 5, that are the, um, only sub-boss that isn't repeated, I'm pretty sure. Only those Gomas, um, they have the weakness to the, uh, hookshot, so even huh. they don't need the bow, per se. And what I like about this guy is that he starts with his arms perfectly synchronized so that when you're standing in front of him to fight, his arm is going to disappear, our world is going to disappear, our world, our world! At first, his arms synchronize in front of him, and then as you kill him, he speeds up, and the synchronization point changes. Oh, hey, it's our good friend Wavy Lines. Wavy, you, you caught us effectively at the end of the entire video game. We just killed the final boss. We played the entire thing in one sitting, and um, we if this were a very incredibly slow speed run, that's where we would have hit time. Yeah, we would have hit time. Um, I don't know if I will do other streaming this weekend, but yes. We, we try to get stuff done on the weekend, and then release it during the week. Uh, you defeated the nightmares. You showed wisdom, power, and courage as part of the Windfish's spirit. I am the guardian of his dream world. But one day the nightmares entered the dream and began wreaking havoc. Then you, Lydia, came to rescue the island. I have always trusted in your courage to turn back the nightmares. Thank you, Lydia. My work is done. The Windfish will wake soon. Goodbye, Hoot. Oh, Wavy Lines is going to uh, also go live. Uh, Logothor recommends checking out Wavy Lines on Twitch. Um, Can't believe you were talking while the windfish made its noise. It's true. I, I did. Let's make sure we don't talk while it makes the next noise. Okay. But verily, it be the nature of dreams to end. When I dust awaken, Koholint will be gone. Only the memory of this dreamland will exist in the waking world. Someday that may recall this island, that memory must be the real dream world. Come, Lydia, let us awaken together. Play the instruments. Play the song of awakening. I'm gonna step out because I haven't eaten any of my food. Because uh, oh, yeah. I just kept playing the whole time. Yeah. There's no time to stop. There was no time to stop. And then Link, who's on a dream platform, gets blasted up by a geyser of water, like a like a whale spout. And we're looking up into the sun and clouds and birds above. And we see Link, who crashed his ship at the start of the game. And he's asleep on some driftwood. But the song of awakening enters his dream and he wakes up! 
Then he sits on the driftwood, and the camera pans up that the windfish is real, jumping through the sky above him. Presumably the windfish would, like, I don't know, pick him up and take him to shore or something? It can be noted that I got the special ending. It can be noted. And Link's face is filled with a smile as he sees the windfish. are not they do not look correct in the emulator I'm gonna tell you that right now friends but uh, that's okay because this is an audio only let's play I think it said Keiko Izawa did the artwork um, well done Keiko Izawa Like, I genuinely can't quite read the letters <laughs> because of the glitchiness of, of what's going on here. The end. If you beat the game with zero deaths, then it turns out that Marin was in fact a seagull. Or turned into a seagull? It's not clear if she was a seagull the whole time or if she was then turned into a seagull. But either way, Marin does escape the dream and someday probably gets to that distant shore. Uh, we must imagine Marin happy. Um, the development team would like to thank you for playing, is the final text on the screen. And thank you for listening to this extra long episode. And uh, good night to everyone. <laughs>